This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Jay Ballack. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. This mm. week, we're just, you know, trying to get through life and, you know, maybe uh, bang our sister a little bit as we watch Spine right. 333 in the Criterion Collection. Marco Bellocchio's Fists in the Pocket from 1965. But first, <gasps> RJ. Yes. How's life treating you? Big dog, uh, little dog, mean dog, little dogs. Yeah. Uh, I am fine. I yeah, would describe a- it as adequate. Uh, I am alive. Okay. And I have regular movements. Well, that was, that was my next question. As, yeah. As a medical professional, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. how's your how's your stool? Um, I'd say that it's frequent and consistent. Now, I'm not going to say what the consistency. Uh, You'll see I'm writing something down. What's it about consistency, sir? Uh, I'm not going to comment on the consistency itself, but I will say that it is, it is, um, it's something. Well, it's something. Don't worry. We're plugged into Siri. We know all about it. Oh. Siri Siri lets us know. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, What was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know. I'm fine. Good. Glad. Fine. I'm happy for uh, you. How, how are you? How is your life, friend? Um, I feel lost, RJ. I feel a little what do you lost. Mean? Well, I mean, some, there's like always been these like series of events going on. One big event continues going on um, with the uh, the continued uh, invasion of Ukraine. It's like kind of like big big picture stuff, but there's been kind of like local stuff, like, well, I'm sorry, national stuff. We had trucker mm. convoy shit like a month ago, and it seems mm. to have like petered out a bit. Um, they're just back. They're on, still trying. They're, they're just on Facebook, just yeah. furious. And uh, what, what do you think they're mad at now? Well, I believe there was an attempt to starve us all to death, um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it didn't happen. The rats. Yeah, damn. Almost got them. <laughs> they were trying to cut off our grain supply, and it lasted all two days. RJ, <laughs> damn. It's just, I'm, so I'm not sure what they're waiting for next. What the next uh, rallying point is going to be? To uh, what end, though? Why do they want to cut off the grain supply? What do What do well, they want well, now? Well, um, I've read some some of these these types uh, talk about how the ones that survive being starved to death which seems to be not an effective thing. It's like, well, you're either dead or you're alive. So after we're not quite dead, uh, we'll be microchipped. And uh-huh. then, and then question mark. <laughs> huh? I, f- I feel like there's easier. I mean, I think I feel like uh, we're controlled pretty easily as is. I don't know if we need to go through this great plot of uh, make believe, mm-hmm. but that's just me. But on a, um, Local level uh, at my uh, job, RJ. Uh, yeah. There, there, there was a strike. Yeah. There was a strike slash lockout. And, oh yeah. Uh, it's come to an end after five and a half weeks. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's yeah. good. It's glad glad to see people again. Uh, you know, things are, are you? Th- things are things are trucking along. Well, it, it felt like uh, COVID times from two years ago when nobody was around. Mm. Um, even though students were allowed to be on campus, uh, they decided to be at home and play Elden Ring or uh, be on Twitter or whatever. So that's good. Um, mm. I'm, I am very disappointed, though, that it didn't last at least another week. Just Why? because uh, next week we will be talking about uh, 
striking uh as that's what the documentary that we're watching next week for the show is oh is that good <laughs> I don't know. is that good to be a striking oh well, uh, it would have been, what synergy would have been what 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 pro, what cross promotion it could have been but we missed it all because somebody uh wasn't available one week oh i could i could uh not be available every week would that be better <laughs> Some might say that is uh, preferable, RJ. No so. problem. No problem. <laughs> I, I know there is don't no you shortage wanna, of don't other you, people who'd, who'd gladly but, but, step I in. mean, but wouldn't you miss the opportunity to watch such films as Fists in the Pocket? Uh, I'll tell you what I would, uh, I would miss. <laughs> um, countless hours of my life that uh, I would never get back. That Man, that would really, that'd be a blow. <laughs> that, would, that would upset you. That'd be a real blow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I, absolutely. I mean, if, um, you know, missing a week here and there is ever an issue, no problem. You just, uh, you let me know and I'll, I'll, well, I'll just send say- it that two all, week all, notice all, for good. All, all, all I'm saying is, uh, we, we, we missed out on some, some real crossover appeal. That could have been the moment. It would have been our big breakthrough, but. Well, wouldn't it have been, though, just, if just, we. Just, snapped snatched out of our grasps and now we continue eh. to wallow in our obscurity well it's okay because i don't know if you know this but um movies aren't real so that's it's okay. uh it's, it's okay. I, you know i think twitter might disagree because for mm. for the twitter sphere movies yeah. are too real uh they're the twitter guys are only talking about marvel movies though well they talk about every movie every uh. movie and it's I don't know. It's probably it's one of the, it's one of many horrible discourses uh, on Twitter. Is pretty well film. <laughs> Just film. Hmm. Ooh, you know what's cool? What? Uh, literally, uh, second from the top. I just clicked on Twitter just to see what are people talking about. Well, I forgot it's AEW on Wednesday nights. Oh. But RJ, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, there's someone uh, with some talking about control your narrative. Oh, and you're you're a big fan. Remember of Remember that? Remember that from last week? I I remember when you were talking about that last week and then in other contexts as well. You Jared sent me a link to something called 4chan and uh like 4chan slash Duncan Net or something like that and it was all about like controlling narratives and something about a reset. I can't remember which reset it was, but it was something about a reset. <laughs> a regular sized reset? Yeah. Or something? Run of the mill. Yeah, like a regular reset or like, I don't know, a good reset potentially mm-hmm. or something like that. The best. It's something re- like that. The, the best reset. Yeah, it's something like that, I yeah. believe. I don't know. I don't know. So what you're saying is you have things going on. Um. Well, I mean, the thing I'm most looking forward to now is uh, watching our, uh, our, our premiere RJ of uh, Creeps Valia, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, juking and jiving, making his making his way in the world uh, to to stay in power. It's, it's my was I, that in uh, up for debate? Oh well, I mean, I knew it was coming, but I'm I'm glad to see that it's happening. Oh yeah, well the NDP signed off on it, right? So he's good. No, signed off on Is what? It, I don't know the conf- Are you talking about the confidence thing, or was it? So- no. Or is is it him avoiding convoy people? Uh, a little bit of both. No, we're well, RJ. We're, t- we're that that leadership review of our beloved premier Jason Kenny is. Uh, mm. 
Oh, I see. About three weeks off. And, I thought you were uh, talking about someone else. I have, I'm not sure what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Justin. Oh, what does that have to do with I Rachel thought you. Well, I heard you talk about the leader. I, I thought you meant the leader of, of Canada. Man. No. Not, not Creeps. Uh, no, that's Justin. I mean, that's the Justin yeah. and uh, Jugmeat. They're, yeah, that, they did the that's, confidence that, thing. That's the... Well, that's, yeah, that's the that's that's the dude bro express made good on the confidence agreement or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. I thought that's what you're talking about. I I see what you're saying now. Yeah. So Jay Ken's he's uh what's it three weeks out? Yeah. Well, originally it was going to be April 9th. It was this big leadership day in uh, uh red red deer, not redneck Alberta, but red deer Alberta. Uh, red green Alberta. Red green, and they were going to converge and. Uh, have a vote for, I think they're expecting 3,000 people to come. Uh, mm-hmm. As of uh, this weekend, there's apparently like something like 15,000 people that were planning mm. on descending to, you know, really vote him, show their approval. Because you know what drives people to show up is approval, not disapproval. Um. Yeah, but he, he's uh, he's got nothing but dislike since he just got in there. That's not going to phase him at all. Well, I mean, clearly, I don't know. Uh, plans change, though, because now it's like, well, clearly we only had a we only had a location for three thousand people, so we're going to scrap that. So they're going to refund people their money, but they're, they're going to do mail-in ballots, RJ. You know how much um, mm. con- conservatives love mail-in ballots. I know there uh, there's a lot of question about the legitimacy. So is he going to hold true on that? What's that? Is he going to question the legitimacy of oh, it once well, it's done? Well, it'll work in his favor either way. Either way? Yeah. But, hmm. uh, is that controlling the they, narrative? They, 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 well, it could be. It could, it could be you don't want to, uh, you know, fifteen to 20,000 people showing up to uh, give him a big Nelson <laughs> on his oh. way up. It might be, he might not like that image. He might not want that. But... Uh, I, I think he's got some he's got some scams on his side. He's you know he's pulling you know a couple he's got some tricks probably up his sleeve and it's 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 great to see um, as his uh, p- political opponent uh, Brian Jean is calling him out. This is very exciting, I'm sure for uh, our international listeners. But uh, uh, well, this, even this... other Canadians probably don't care. Even other Albertans probably don't care. <laughs> oh, it's it's good stuff because this guy, man, he's just he puts smiles on everyone's faces. Uh, so. Who, uh, both of them? Like, people's faces? No, I mean, which guy puts smiles on faces? Kenny? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's beloved. The beloved? Well, I know that you're a big fan. You got that, Mm. uh, best summer ever hat that you wear every day. It's a, it's a fedora that you got, uh, custom, uh, engraved. That's right. Or embroidered, I I suppose is what it is. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Which is, uh, I mean, at the time... I wasn't quite sure what you were going for. It seemed, but... like, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure, but now I understand. I understand a little bit more of what you were trying to work with. No, they yeah. um, they stopped. So the... good for you. And, and you know, uh, as the the great studious leader that he is, uh, somewhere along the line, someone else has made the decision that uh, case numbers won't be reported anymore. They're not. Even I though saw I mean, that. there's not a lot of relevance to them at this point, since they don't really test people, but. Um... No, can't get a test if you wanted to. Did have, I tell you about how I tried and uh, didn't, was denied like a month ago or something? I don't know if you did. So there was two criteria I had to answer. Was I of the age of like 12 to 65? And I said no. And then it said... Are you, are you, are you of the age of 12 to 65? Or it was like, do, are you... Are you uh, <laughs> 
or I said <laughs> yes. It was like, are you between the ages of 12 and 65? And, and I went, yes. yes. Yeah. And then it said, do you have a like debilitating illness? Like, like I don't know. I can't remember. It was like an autoimmune disease or diabetes or like an organ Cancer, transplant. Yeah. Cancer. And I said no. And then it said, stay home. It said, you are not eligible for tests. Those are the only two questions I was asked. Not even symptoms or anything like that. It just said, stay home. And I went, okay. It's good advice. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. No. Yeah. I mean, it did pass, but, you know, I would have liked to have known at the time. <laughs> what I mean? There's some good wheezing over there. <laughs> Real Millhouse style stuff. Mm -hmm. You ever been called Millhouse? Uh, only by one person. Only by one? No. Must have been a pretty cool dude. Well, that all being said. <laughs> yeah. Um, Want to read some emails? Are there any females? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. First off, RJ, we have an yeah. email from one Ryan Nagel. <sighs> Friend of the show, Ryan Nagel? It's an email entitled, Back from the Dead. Whoa. Oh. Sounds vaguely to? threatening. Well, I mean, to you, yeah. What's up, creeps? I'm back and ready to slam into this email bag. You can be Ma slamming some pogs, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe to provide the extra little boost needed to hit the elusive double-digit count. Nah. So, sorry, Ryan. Doubtful. No, no go. That's only happened like once ever, maybe. But for real, I am unfortunately back to commuting my fleshy husk to sit at my desk in order to yeah. facilitate optimal soul-sucking for my corporate overlords. Nice. I hope they're listening. The only... Well, I mean, they, I mean there's so many choices. They could all be uh -huh. like... Well, they're looking at their list. Who, who's calling us soulless? Or sorry, mm. if they're suggesting that they even... Maybe they have souls. They just suck souls. Yeah, I think that's what it is, potentially. Yeah. Soothsayers or whatever. I don't know. You're the nerd. The only positive of this is that I'm back to near normal podcast consumption during said Ooh. commute, and you two sweet boys, dul uh, sweet boys' dulcet tones are making it almost feel like it's worth it. Almost. Almost. Um, almost. We, we sweeten that soul up for, for your uh, overlords. We do something to it. Lots of Metal Gear talk the past couple of weeks, which is the best kind of talk for me to come back to. I really do appreciate the differing opinions and rankings of the series because it truly mm. is also great. There are yes. no wrong answers. I, I mean, how do you feel, Jared? Uh, though As I, the Metal Gear expert here. Uh, though I do see everyone continue to miss Metal Gear Acid, the PSP exclusive card-based tactical <laughs> RPG entry. But in all seriousness, RJ should really play Metal Gear Rising because it is a total blast to play and builds on his yeah. favorite part of the Metal Gear storyline. I, I do plan to uh, in, let's say, two months. Okay? Let's say two months I'm going to play that game. Okay, Jarrett? Let's say two months. Uh -huh. All right? How about two months, Jarrett? In closing... What's yes. something positive you guys are now experiencing looking forward to as the world attempts to return to some kind of shitty pre-COVID form? Maybe one day now we can uh, cheers three Gweed's mint cones together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'd I'd love to cheer some Gweed's Mint. Have you been hitting the Gweed's Mint since uh, last time? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if uh, Ryan uh, put in quotes guides, but I will I will continue pronouncing it Gweed's. <laughs> I I think that's the only way to do it. Andy and I both still say Gweed's Mint on whenever we're getting anything, even if it's not. Like actual girl guides mint if it's just mint anything. So you hit it with well, the weeds mint. You can go up and like, hey, look, there's some girl weeds walking down the street. <laughs> well, yeah, but you gotta be careful because if you're in like Little Italy, that that could be considered a hate crime. Keep up creepening, friend of the show, Ryan. God damn, it's good to hear from him. Him and those weeds mints. Mm-hmm. Man, you should go order one. Go to that milkman ice cream store and order a weeds mint, Jared. Do it. I'm more of a Malk Man fan. Malk? What about Mayak from <laughs> Ernest? Remember that? Hungarian Miak? You remember. Everybody remembers that one. Yeah. Dylan Frew? Yeah. Help. I'm slipping into oblivion. Uh-oh. Howdy, creeps. Just a quick question. If you were challenged to a duel, which weapon would you take? Also, Jared, having finishing rewatching those cutscenes, which I'm sure you did, how would you rank the Metal Gear games now? I I agree. I think every see clearly everyone wants to know, Jared. Where where is your ranking? Start there. Mm-hmm. Start, start, start with your what, what, yeah. What's your uh, weapon of choice in a duel? Well, I think yours. I'm just gonna speak for you. I think yours would be debate fedora style fedora debate. I believe that would be your weapon. Right. I, know, um, I already know what yours is. I'm looking at it from right now. Bane? Yeah. <laughs> I think I could do some damage. <laughs> Just my Bane statue? Yeah. That's my weapon? Yeah. Or the ability to own no. a Bane statue no. for so many years? <laughs> that, that would be... Without no, embarrassing. No, you, know, you, could, you could bust someone over the head with it. Oh, I mean, that that thing's solid, man. I know. Thing, it's it's heavy. <laughs> I thought the, I thought my my weapon would just be owning a Bane statue for over 10 years and not being embarrassed by it. Because <laughs> that's also pretty good. Uh, I My just, weapon would be it, the I, toilet. Not like using the toilet, but I, I would challenge someone to a toilet mm. duel. Do you know what I mean? Because I'll win. You know I will. I'll win. Let's see. Well, what would you do? I, um, I would rewatch Metal Gear Solid cutscenes. As your weapon? Yeah, why not? Uh, then I'd be able to rank them accordingly. I mean, you should do that. What else have you been doing this week? Two is my favorite, but I haven't. I don't know anything about five. Two is your favorite. Yeah. Okay, so what do you feel about four? You must like four too, then, right? Uh, well, I played because four is just an extension of two. Yeah, and I've definitely watched it, but I don't remember the the deets so much about that story. It seems very. How do you very... feel about Old Snake? Yeah. Oh, old Snake's cool, dude. Yeah. Old Snake's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. You should watch five. Just see. <laughs> we'll check it out. I mean, it's not like the other ones where it'd be like 65 hours or anything. Five cutscenes would be like 20 hours, maybe. Like tops. 20 or 30. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be that long. Anywho, mm-hmm. good to listen to you boys for the first time in a while. Was real interested to hear your thoughts last week on The Batman. I was certainly mm. pleasantly surprised with the film. I love the ventriloquist and Scarface, and it would be such a hoot to see yeah. them on the big screen. Riddler yeah. and Scarecrow have always been my favorite, so this film hit hard. I wish mm-hmm. they would have done more of a hush. Could you imagine that they bring him back and do a Enigma Detective Service or Dark City Dark Knight? 
Wow, we I would love to also see Court of Owls, but that might be too similar to the corrupt Gotham storyline of this film. I think so, yeah. And Red Rain, that'd be oh, so yeah. cool, though it'll never happen. Total you... oh, yeah. I was just gonna say, could you imagine? It'd be amazing if they just did a total swerve and just did Robert Pants and Red Red Rain. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I want to say. Totally agree with the overabundance of endings. Though it would have removed his arc, I would have loved to see it just cut to black after the henchman said, I am vengeance. At the same time, the <laughs> yeah, that, that would be kind of a, a great point. Yeah. <laughs> just That's it. Don't, yeah. don't need more. Because, yeah, I mean, there was like a feeling of the movie. It's like, oh, shit. It's like, <laughs> got the street run by, <laughs> by goons, R- Riddlerites. The, the henchmen? Big riddle dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. At the same time, the leave the cemetery end felt very third man noiry, so I can definitely appreciate the homages. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot of zero year in the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to see the return of Bane for this episode. Uh, still feel honored to have seen that bad boy. Oh boy, I'm rambling. Wow, you got it. It came already as you in the duels segment of your letter. Yeah, so. he, he How, got the Bane. We got we got there. He's one of the lucky few to have ever seen the Bane. Wow, know? RJ, this this the the synergies here. Been grinding uh, a lot of Elden Ring recently. <laughs> Look at that. Ooh. Love the Souls and From Soft Games. They've been some of my favorites of all gaming. Did you boys ever partake? Will you be venturing into the lands between? Anyway, have a great show, Joyret and RJ. Mm. Diggity Dylan D. So are you going to play Elden Ring? No, not anytime soon. You got to watch those Metal Gear uh, no. clips, eh? Yeah, no, I I, I see, uh, I get experience Elden Ring via screenshots on Twitter. That's that's what I get. Ah. I've played Dark Souls and Demon Souls very little, mm. but they're hard. They're, mm-hmm. It feels like work. I don't mm-hmm. like that. But there's, and there is no like video compilation that you can really watch that would be satisfying for no. those souls games so i'm going to be left out and be just like i don't know there's like a board game for it dark souls and uh, you can like, do that i can paint minifigs of uh dark souls characters with and kind of know yeah I, I know about that game i know of its work you could definitely do that that might be easier um yeah i don't know a lot of people are like oh the challenge that's the fun it's like you have to die a hundred times before you beat the boss and it's like I'm all for challenge and stuff like like I don't know there were some levels in Metroid Dread that took me like two hours to beat and I probably died like 50 times but I, like that's not fun for me though I do like to just get it done or not get it done like I like not to struggle through it so I don't know the other thing about Elden Ring is it's all that open world stuff where I feel like it'd be too much for me it'd be like the Witcher stuff where um it's just too big I don't know not my jam you know what I mean Mm-hmm. too much going on but so what, no what, here's an email rj what keegan day with an with an email entitled core man core man core me potentially hey fellas i've been watching a lot of roger corman movies lately just the ones he directed my favorite so far are machine gun kelly the intruder and the trip 
looking at Ooh. all of these movies on Letterboxd, I noticed that you're both in the watched it section just about every time. So what are your favorites? And is there a Criterion Creeps episode where you talked about them all? Holy that's cow. I mean, th- this is what I'm talking about, RJ. This is what a how fortuitous of an email because Keegan Day. Uh, we, we don't mm-hmm. often get to tell people who write in asking if there's an episode about it. But we can tell you, tell you yes, defi- mm-hmm. definitively. Um, from mm-hmm. actually the the spring of COVID 2020, mm-hmm. uh, there's an episode. The Ghoul School presents Cormay, mm-hmm. Roger Corman retrospect, uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's thorough. It is it is thorough. What is that? Four hours that one? Yep. Uh and we cover probably what, fifty, sixty movies? Something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah. I think, I think I fell like one shy of uh mm-hmm. watching everything he's ever directed. But Yeah, it's because you failed. Yeah. But um Yeah, no, uh Core Me exists and it's probably as many as you'd ever want to watch. So mm-hmm. um uh and some that you wouldn't. I guess for that matter. But yeah, go check it out. Check that out. And yeah, I'll just say that, yeah, the intruder is awesome. And the, those Edgar Allan Poe's are pretty good. Mm, Those ones are cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's got, he's got some good movies. Mm -hmm. Lots of good ones. There's about 10 really good ones. And then, then there's like fun stuff along the way. Yeah, yeah, and then there's other movies that exist. Like what's that one? The Beast with a Million Eyes. Mm -hmm. And you watch that and you go, Okay. Yep. Okay. There you go. A positive. Yeah. A positive. Well, someone will listen to it finally. Finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And RJ, uh, we have, we have to figure out if we're doing anything in May. I don't know. I think where we left it last year was that only like four people listened to our ghoul school may episode so mm-hmm. it seems like unless there's some sort of outpouring and by outpouring i mean like at least 16 people and and cat cold hard cash <laughs> i made the i made the taxes hand he 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 did the th- his things with the fingers means the taxes um yeah unless we get some sort of hot patreon action uh by the way how are our patreon exclusive episodes doing do oh i mean just filing in. Did episode did the second Patreon exclusive garner more listens or less listens than the first one? Oh, less. <laughs> you know, okay. and you know what that means. So clearly, maybe we won't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we won't. I don't even know what we would do. I mean, there's stuff we could do, but it's already April, and at this point, we should. Well, it's actually March. RJ, What's it's on? already April, and at this point, it's already May. So it's I feel like we're already we're already too far gone. You know what I mean? We're too far gone. I don't know. Maybe we just save it for um, save it for Creeptober. I don't, I don't know. know. There's so many. There's so many suggestions, but uh, I know. Is there is there a will? Mm, I think our will left years ago. <laughs> maybe maybe even this week. Maybe even this week, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seems like nobody cares. <laughs> it's, it's so, a, and it, it is a a lot of effort. Uh, it is an incredible amount of time that, once yeah. again, can never be returned. No. So. But hey, who can say this? Like, yeah, that's right. I've seen 
literally dozens of uh, Freddle and Ray movies. I I don't feel bad about that. That one I don't think is wasted time. I stand by that. Oh, that one's pretty. That one's pretty uh, much the worst performer, RJ. Remember the Steven Seagal uh, our sniper movie? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty good. See, and you would have never seen it if not for. Uh... Well, that was the only reason. That's the only reason to watch it. Uh, I, I, how else are you going to see Steven Seagal sit so much? <laughs> he loves sitting, man. That that guy loves sitting. Loves a good sit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it'd be cool to do like a a halfway to Creeptober thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to necessarily do the 120 hours of movie watching in a single month on top of regular episodes. I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Write in. Let us know. Let us know. And if only if no one says anything, we'll take that as a route as it's done. And well, stop we, doing we know it. we know there's suggestions, but. Uh, are you ready? Are you willing to put your money where your all, mouth is? All I gotta say is, if people if people actually think Takeshi Meek May is gonna happen, they got <laughs> they gotta put up some cold hard cash because that would be one of the most grueling months. And, and it's of and, and, and I, I'm just going to a veto uh, that that that's yeah. not, that's not happening. <laughs> it would be no. it would be impossible. No, no, no. It would be impossible. No. What if, what if here here's a compromise? If people want it, maybe it'll be an abbreviated version. It's like a week's worth or something. You know, not an entire month. <laughs> Top ten. Top ten. No. Or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, see there's, anyone... I've, I've got one. i got one idea that's uh, gold. You know what it is. We'll talk about it later. But uh, I can't remember. It's, it's, uh, I think it'd be a pleasant surprise for like five people. But that's about all that listened anyway. S- sign up for our Patreon to hear what we might be doing. Not confirmed, but we'll we'll send you a text message of the director of who we think it is. Mm-hmm. But your Patreon sign up's got to be over or over a hundred directors. Oh yeah, I guess you know, whatever that means. Yeah, maybe. Let's we'll see. Look here, I'll, I'll type it out to you. Don't do not read it out loud. I know Kay. sometimes you uh, you might have a. Uh, difficulties so jared is saying that he would like to do aunt may the spider-man character <laughs> don't really know what that has to do with this buddy but that's all uh nine what nine spider-man movies <laughs> oh, that'd be easy enough oh oh <laughs> i gotta send you a picture of a of a completely real ad that i saw on amazon prime yesterday i'm sending it to you on facebook so i opened up my tv and this was the top banner of amazon prime Look at this soulless oh, picture that they're using to promote Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> look at the faces. Look at Andrew Garfield. Whoa, it doesn't look anything look at, like him. Look at how dead he looks. Like, completely. I yeah. saw that the other day, and I went, is that a fucking joke? I was like, is that actually a promotional picture for this movie? Well, that looks... Um illustratorize a little bit like yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's completely real life but like no. I, i'm just like who, what who doctor but rj remember was good movies aren't real you said it yourself i know movies aren't real this but is, that picture this, this is, is this is a simulation everyone's a simulation to someone else you know what i mean yeah yeah you want to hear from justin peterson yeah <laughs> yeah pardon you pardon you that was, uh, I, I won't apologize for my bodily functions. Making something out of nothing. Hey, Jared and RJ, what's happening? 
The title of my email alludes to my looming dread each week when I sit down to this blank canvas of a creeps email in front of me. So time to get the magic started. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, nothing <laughs> fills us with more dread yeah. than us sitting down to do the podcast as well. <laughs> and uh, for that matter, I prefer uh, the Modest Mouse album, Making Nothing Out of Something. Mm. See what they did there, Jarrett? Because I feel like that's life. That's you know? huge. That's thinking outside the box. That's what I expect from Modest Mouse. I know. They got uh, layers, big, my friend. Yeah, some some uh, big brain, galaxy brain stuff. Oh, yeah. The uh, biggest. Uh, not smooth. So what's he got for us? Checking out more Best Picture nominees. Like I mentioned last week, Drive My Car is a three-hour slow burn that I suppose you will not be watching anytime soon since it is apparently being added to the collection. It yep. is true. The movie does an interesting job of creating some meta, true-to-life style performances, but the film is mostly about getting over guilt and empathizing with others and has a solid ending following the drawn-out runtime. How's that, does that sound appealing to you, RJ? <laughs> Sounds great. One yeah. of my favorite things. Drawn-out runtime. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of my favorite things I've ever seen. It's just like something that uh, you might show up in like a Leonard Maltin uh, book. <laughs> Drawn well, out runtime. You know what they said about Malton? What? No, that's it. No. Now to Adam McKay's polarizing Don't Look Up. Personally, uh-huh. I thought it was a great satire of just how crazy society has gotten and how many out there would likely just try to ignore a looming apocalyptic event because it went against their politics or preferred 24-hour news channels. The mm. counter-argument is that people think the film is condescending, but I'm not sure if they are putting together that it is supposed to be. All right, is that a little... What did you, what? What did you actually say? Wink, wink. Wink. Oh, wink. wink. Also this gesture? Yeah, on the, are you tapping, you're tipping your nose? I'm tipping something. You. <laughs> not RJ, I've seen... What did you think I meant? I don't know. You know what I mean? I see, I see. Uh, is that all of them? Because when are the Oscars? This Sunday. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that Justin got them all in. I'm not sure. Uh, it's clo- maybe. Close. So there's nine or ten movies this year? I don't know. I don't know. Do we're, you think... we're all going to find out together, aren't we, RJ? Just depends on if he... Um... Fun, fun day night. Mm. I'm not watching. Oh, yeah, or is it? Is it? Has it gotten too, too political for you? I didn't watch last year or the years before either. Oh, no, I just too political. I just don't care. <laughs> well, it, that, it was that, like that, two, that, two that, years that's ago. Where I'm at. I I haven't watched in a, a very long time. Two years ago was when all the celebrities were like, "It's like it's so hard to be locked up." We get it. We're with you, and it was like. Oh. That was when they were. That's when all the celebrities were getting in trouble because it was like them by their pools and their mansions singing, being like, singing. like, yeah, singing, singing that song, and they're like, it's so hard staying home, and it's just like, come. <laughs> so that wasn't yeah. fun. Yeah. So that's when I stopped because they were doing that, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> I, is that is that it though? Uh, well, because well, it sounds like um, part of the your Oscar. Uh, kind of traditions were like getting together with people and doing 
like an event. Yeah, I don't do that no more. That's what I that there's that too. I think that's probably uh added well, to like it's like especially when it's like you know what this sh- you know what this shit is. This is yeah. just like a it's a big fucking party and uh for the last two years there hasn't been any big parties and so it's like, eh, yeah. why, why watch this by yourself? Well, and, I mean and, like, act- and tweet about it. Well, I mean, actually, like a couple before a couple of years ago, I stopped even going to those parties, and Andy and I were just watching it at home. Oh, RJ, we, we would just stay home and watch it, you know, yeah. and that was fine too. But I don't know, just got <sighs> got boring. It's always the same, you know what I mean? Just always the same, Jared. Goat movie question of the week: Did you know once upon a time James Cameron wanted to cast Leonardo DiCaprio in his Spider-Man movie? I did, mm-hmm. I did. Anyways, mm-hmm. what are the best movies Leo is actually in? Uh, lots of them. Holy shit! He is slated to play Theodore Roosevelt in the movie next year. That'll be interesting. Remember when he played J. Edgar Hoover? I sure do. As directed by uh, Clint Eastwood, if I'm not mistaken. I do remember, uh, what was it, J. Edgar? Is that what it was called? J. Yeah. J. Edgar? Yeah. Eh. Eh. Uh, I mean, he's pretty good in Django. He's pretty good in The Departed. He's pretty good in Gangs of New York. He's pretty good in Wolf of Wall Street. He's pretty good in Shutter Island. He's pretty good in Catch Me If You Can. Pretty good. He's pretty good in Man in the Iron Mask. What about Poison Ivy? pretty good in poison ivy quick in the dead it's pretty good in po- quick in the dead aviator pretty good in the aviator romeo pretty and good juliet, in critters three yeah pretty good in romeo and juliet we've seen 14 leo films pretty good in blood diamond i've seen 18 wow he's pretty good in revenant he's pretty good in inception but rj which, yeah. what is he the greatest of all time in um I, I do really like him in The Departed, but there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Catch Me If You Can. Mm. I think I think he's quite good in that. I like that movie. I think he's good in that one. Would you say that's Steven Spielberg's greatest movie? Uh well, we've talked about Spielberg Spielbergo before. Um, Catch Me If You Can. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Saving Private Ryan. It's pretty good in uh, Minority Report. It's pretty good in Munich. Pretty good in Hook. Pretty good in War of the Worlds. Pretty good Jurassic Park. Pretty good E.T. Pretty good Jaws. <laughs> pretty good Jaws. <laughs> pretty good Jaws. Pretty good list. Foodie question of the week. Uh, my yeah. pick would probably be... Um, I don't know. I, I think I've uh, really been won over by his performance in Django Unchained because of GIFs. Uh, He's pretty good and in like, Django. In, in memes. That, he's like, yeah. that character is so great in memes. He's uh he's pretty good in Django. He's oh. pretty good, pretty good. Foodie question of the week. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in, and my diet is going well with me dropping fifteen pounds. That's a mm. that's a that's a that's a lot of weight in two weeks. Uh, for for guys, those first couple, first uh, 10, 20 pounds. That's all that water weight, you know. That shit'll shed easy. Mm-hmm. Get him. You could, he could also just not diet and take up smoking. That would make him lose weight really fast. That's that's the. The RJ method. That's the easy way. The easy man's approach. Plus, it's funner. The program gives me Uh one cheat meal a week, which is fun to look forward to. Week one, I cheated with fajitas and beer. And last week, it was nachos, Philly cheesesteak, and more beer. 
So if you were watching what you were eating, what would be the hardest thing to give up? Then what would be some of your favorite foods to cheat with? I would say melted cheese has been the thing I've craved the most so far. Mm. What's your melted cheese, Jarrett? Just like sugar in general. (laughs) Just sugar? Yeah, basically sugary things. It's just, uh, I don't know, keeps, uh, keeps you going. Sure, the, I mean, keeps the morale up. Sugar would be hard to kick. Um, sugar is in everything, mm-hmm. so that would be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never give up stuff because I don't. If anything, I might start eating more bad stuff, <laughs> just to spite. Like, what, what would that be? I don't know. I, I actually I don't get takeout food very often. Like, you know, like burgers. Well, and I mean, I fries. You, you, you sent me a. A photo the other day that, that I did would, that would contradict this. I think yes, but uh, that's uh, that was the first time. That's probably the first time I have had taco time in I'd say two years, like legitimately two years. And, uh, and? I'm pretty. Uh, I mean the sauce. So I yeah. I go in there and the guy was like, "How much sauce do you want?" And I, I was like, "Brother," I said, "Can you give me as much sauce as you're allowed to?" And he was like, "Yeah." So he gave me eight sauces. Holy. And I went, Oh yeah, <laughs> for for one person? No, I got two meals. Okay, I got because I was I was picking up food for Andy too, so uh, he threw eight sauces in there. And today, I we're, taco time is done, but I made a, a breakfast burrito and I and I dumped one of those sauces in there. Man, skip that keeps giving. So um, that was pretty good, but uh, no, I don't I don't get takeout a lot, but uh, I would I would just do that more. What would I give? You know, it'd be hard for me to give up. Um. This is gonna sound really dumb, but cheeseburgers. Yeah, I really I like. I make cheeseburgers at home a lot, just like like burger patties. I love cheeseburgers, Jared. Just cheeseburgers. Just cheeseburgers, man. I love cheeseburgers. What, what do you put on that cheeseburger? Uh, it depends. Like, um, ketchup, mustard, yeah. for sure. Sometimes mayo, not always. Um, pickle, lettuce, and uh, if I got it, a little bit of tomato, but not always. I like to keep it simple. I just like a, a good cheeseburger, man. No. Good cheeseburger. So that that's the thing I wouldn't want to give up, and that would also be my cheat meal. There you go. So, cheeseburgers. Game to the game talk. You mm-hmm. may have heard they put out an Uncharted movie, but I'm not sure why, since the games are so cinematic to begin with. Well, just yeah. money. Money is the answer. That's, that's, that's always the answer. The movie opened with a Sony PlayStation Studios slate. So, what PlayStation games do you think would work well on the big screen? I think it would be fun to have a solid God of War movie franchise. Yours in Creeping, Big Country That Shall Not Be Named Boy, J. Money Peterson. Yeah. Thanks for the time, and have a great show. Yeah, it's too bad for him that got sanctioned, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, they're really running out of things to sanction, I think, eventually, right? I mean, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw something today where Putin was like, I didn't think people would care that much. These sanctions <laughs> seem harsh. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, clearly you didn't think people would care, but, you know, whatever. That's a discussion for another day. I'm, I was taken aback. <laughs> I just, I didn't realize anyone cared. <laughs> so sorry. Um, what were you talking about? What did he, how did, oh, PlayStation movies? I don't know, it's tricky, dude, because, uh, Video game movies are never very good, right? We'll see how um, the Last of Us TV show goes. 
Because yeah, that's, that's probably a lot better of an option. Coming out, I guess, at some point. It's still filming now. They have a year-long film date. So uh, there's no indication of when that first one's going to come out. But, you know, you want to have a viewing party, Jarrett, on Discord with uh, all of our Creeps fans out there so to see if uh, see if anything see if th- anything comes up in that episode. See if uh, we recognize anybody. Yeah, you know, see see if there's any like you know breakthrough stars that have changed the game, and you know uh, Hollywood comes knocking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, no. you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like it's about the art, man. Like, I don't want to like compromise. <laughs> you know, Jared. You know, hmm. I don't know. Like, there's they're making a Metal Gear Solid movie, but. Who knows what that's going to be like, right? Uh, hmm. You know, I already know it would be bad, but my mind always just goes to Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> but I think that movie would stink. Yeah. Actually, if they had the right people, it was if it was given the uh, <clears throat> A24 treatment, RJ. Uh, like as a standalone thing or like a yeah. TV show? It's or... a standalone. Yeah. Shadow of Colossus would be cool. Metal Gear Solid... Uh, the cutscenes are already the world's greatest, longest movie, so it's like you could just watch those, I guess, right? What about um, Ge- uh, what's that movie or that game? Gex. Do you remember Gex? I think that was an N sixty four game. <laughs> no, it was PlayStation. Do you know Gex? It was that gecko that was dressed yeah. up like James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I'm gonna say Gex. Yeah. Yeah, Gex would be a pretty sick movie. Not uh, Gox. <laughs> no, not Gox. Gax. Yeah. Gax. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And one last email, RJ. All right. From One Stuff Sanchez. Oh. Wow. Huge. No subject. Hey, yo. (laughs) That was a good one. So last week, I wrote about Big E's injury, and there was a question whether Sheamus was involved. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was in the ring and has been teamed together along I with knew it. Ridge Holland, who is the one that injured Big E. They've since I added Pete Dunn to their stable and has since been real. Oh, fuck yeah. I was going to say, I, I, okay, <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know who Pete Dunn is at all. He's like no. a, he's this like a British wrestler. He's quite good. Um, but so. They've since added Pete Dunn to their stable and has since been renamed Butch. <laughs> you think that was Vince's doing? Oh, no, of course it was. Uh, pal, uh, I'm going to call you Butch because you're, you're tough. <laughs> hey, Jared, in what setting or context do you think you would fit the Butch name? <laughs> Being called Butch? I, yeah, I, like... I would be always mocking. <laughs> no one no one would ever call me that. Hey, do you but, think, like, hey, when you go into taco time, they're like, oh, there's Butch again. Maybe when I was, like, five years old and, like, a uncle or whatever would call, hey, Butch. Hey, Butch, how you doing? Like, you know... Uh, the way adults do, yeah, exactly. It'd be like that. I don't think as a as a grown man, I don't know if I uh, exactly exude butch energy. I don't know, man. When you're doing your table topping and you're slamming down taco time sauce, that's that's pretty alpha. That's pretty butch. Yeah, yeah. Or is it sigma? What's the ba- what's the good one now? Is it I, alpha or uh, is it? I don't know. It's like a wolf. I don't know. Wolf. Yeah, it could be a wolf. Or, 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 it's like the pack leader. 
Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know what this all. I don't know about this nonsense. Yeah, I understand. Um, also, Jarrett mentioned liking Bret Hart, but not picking him in video games. And I'd mostly, I'd say mostly because in video games, submission finishers are boring. Yeah, it's mm. true. You do that sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. And you're probably just tapping the buttons real yeah. fast. Especially if you're playing in a Royal Rumble and hitting someone with a sharpshooter and gently releasing <laughs> them before tossing them out. Oh, seems pretty lame. <laughs> hitting them with some sweet chin music and then throwing them over mm-hmm. was most satisfying. He gets I agree. It. He gets it. Yeah. So that was I, the because that was the that was the best uh, Super Nintendo wrestling game for me. It was always the uh, Royal Rumble game. The Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I with Razor. I think I do have a copy of that. If you ever want to get together, mm. Yokes is in there. The fake Japanese man. Oh, oh, Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is in there. He's cool. Everyone loves Yokes. Who doesn't like Yokes? Speaking of video games, oh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, of course, I've completed a few games recently. I think I last mentioned playing or beating Hades and Disco Elysium, which I haven't beaten. Which I haven't beaten both. I think I've since beat now Deathloop, Uncharted Four, mm. and Uncharted Lost Legacy. I don't know what took me so long to finish uh, to finally get to Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy, considering it's one of my favorite series. But I enjoyed these as well, and would like rank both above the rest of series outside of maybe Uncharted Two. I don't know. This is some. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this sentence, <laughs> but no, uh-huh. I don't know if I, maybe I can't read, but uh, well, that's confirmed. I, I, it's about Uncharted. I know that much. Not sure yeah. if I recall either of you talking about Uncharted and how you feel about those games. I, I genuinely, I might have played the first Uncharted a little bit, but I've never, like, I have no uh, sense of them at mm-hmm. all. I think a uh, friend of the show, Lawrence, was a. Uh, uncharted player can he send in his uh, ranking of the games in the series uh i'm gonna pro- and then we uh, whatever gonna... he ranks it we can assume it's the opposite of that in reality yeah okay we'll put up That's the call fair. that uh, i know rj you're a big uh, playstation fan as you've said many times that's the thing i had i now own a ps3 and i only have it so that i could play metal gear on i don't have i don't even own a single other playstation game uh, i i knew a dude who was really into uncharted and he really liked it but i never played it so mm-hmm. i have zero opinion although i did play the indiana jones xbox game uh what was that one called cuz that i did not know i don't and, even know if i know that existed or not i also it was I, good, I, dude. I played the um the emperor's tomb <sighs> Yeah. So Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, it's got ooh, it's got a four out of five on Amazon and a ninety-seven percent on Google users liked it. Came out in two thousand three. I played that on Xbox, and I imagine that's probably pretty close to Uncharted. And that game was pretty fun. Okay. So that's that's all. That's so my favorite Uncharted game is Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb on original Xbox. Look! Look at these crossovers, your RJ. Yeah, a Murakami talk. Oh shit! <laughs> a, f- a first. 
I've coincidentally just picked up Wild Sheep Chase a few days before last mm. week's episode, but I'm only about like two chapters in. Maybe watching Drive My Car not long ago prompted this, but not consciously at least. The only other Murakami mm. I've read outside of some short stories is Hard Boiled Wonderland and oh, The yeah. End of the World, which I remember mm-hmm. liking. Still need to read his major ones that you guys mentioned. Mm-hmm. Hard Boiled Wonderland, I haven't read, but I know what that book's about, and it sounds good. And so, like I said, I, I do like Murakami. Sometimes stuff's a little rough. Sometimes he... A little so, rough? Well, I, I mean, I think in Kafka on the Shore, I think they skin a cat in that book or something like that. On the In the written word. Yeah, in written word. And, I mean, his his books always have some raw sexuality. Uh, but Hard Boiled Wonderland, um, my roommate Scott, like my old roommate, he, he was a huge Murakami head. What, uh, he he read everything, your, and he liked that. As opposed to your new roommate. Andy? She has not well, read any well, she, I mean, she, she was your roommate back then, though, too. She was at the time as well. I'm talking about yeah. Shitty Bill. Shitty Bill? Yeah. Shitty Bill doesn't read Murakami. Sh- Shitty Bill only reads those uh, <laughs> um, Jack Reacher books. <laughs> yeah, and he takes your Murakami and just, like, when you're reading it, just and takes it, it and just fucking tosses it across the room and goes, ah! <laughs> That's classic Shitty Bill. Well, what Shitty Bill does is when we run out of TP... He sees my copy of Murakami in the bathroom and just rips half of it right away. And you never, you, no, he'll put them back, yeah. but you don't want to read it after Shitty Bill's had his thing, no. his way with it, you know? Uh, well, I mean, that's why they call him that. <laughs> that's why they call him Shitty Bill. Uh, I don't know yeah. why he wrote that when he was uh, applying to live at your house when you were putting out well, that call. And you went, Shitty, it's like quotation marks, Shitty, shitty Bill. Bill. I thought it was just a euphemism for something, you know? <laughs> but Don, he lived up to the hype. He did. He did. And, you know, I'd like to think that we learned a lot about each ourselves with shitty bill about each other you know and maybe friendship was the real treasure at the end of the rope hey if you want to you, know? you want a recommendation for uh some japanese prose some uh some fiction like murakami yeah, or something ca- else ca- it's just it's, it's, it's japanese uh yasutaka sutsoi i think is how it's pronounced uh there's a collection of his short right? uh there's, there's, there's a collection of his short stories called salmonella men on planet porno doesn't sound like it's one a, of my it's, kinds of books. It, it is an anthology. It's very good. How do you spell salmonella? Like salmon? Ella. Almond. It's Ella. Test kits. What was the rest of it? Salmonella what? Salmonella men on planet porno. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like it's like 23 bucks on Amazon.ca. It is exactly $22.72. Yep. In paperback. You could have it on Sunday. Uh, I won't, but uh, I will add it to my cart so I don't it's forget good. about it. It's a good one. It's got some. Check good, it out. It's got some good, good short stories. Check it out. I'll check it out. It's I'll good. check it out. It's kind of like um, I don't know if you've read uh, any Vonnegut, RJ. I have read some Vonnegut. It's, 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 it's kind of Vonnegut esque. It, it feel I don't know. Yeah. It's good stuff. I liked it. I have read Vonnegut, and I'm going to blow your mind here. There's some Vonnegut I've read that I've liked, and there's some Vonnegut I've read that I wasn't very hot on, and I was like, hmm. which, which ones weren't you hot on? I read a, a big compile uh, compilation of his short stories, and then so I read. I've, I've never read any got, short stories. And like I have a, I own a ton of Vonnegut books because everyone always talks about how much they love Vonnegut. Vonnegut, Vonnegut. So, yeah. So uh, well, uh, no, I have one. It's huge. I, I'll show you a compendium. Sometime. Yeah, and then I have like the the American Library one that's um, Cat's Cradle, Slaughterhouse Five, Breakfast of Champions, and then uh, 
God bless you, Mr. Rosewater or something. Mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse Five is great. I yep. love that one. Uh, great, great book. Yeah, and then Cat's Cradle. I didn't like. That I didn't. Much. I didn't. I can get into that one. Yeah, I read half of it, and I was like, I'm not. Into uh, that's. This. I think that's more than I got. That's the one yeah. I don't think I've actually finished reading. I, there's something off of that, but but uh, God, mm-hmm. God bless you, Mr. Rosewater. That's a good book. Yeah, and see, that was the thing where it's like, so the American Library one. Uh, Slaughterhouse Five, I had read already. I think you lent me yours or something, or maybe it was my old roommate Scott. It, it was one of your. It was your old roommate. You wouldn't have wanted my yeah. uh, my funky old. Grubby. Uh, gr- yeah. oh, it, it's grubby because I got it. There was yeah. like an old box set that had yeah. like those five paperbacks in it that I got from mm-hmm. a used bookstore. Uh, yeah, you, so you, you uh, you'd be. Yeah. yeah, I would. I went to like that, yeah. but that book I loved, and then I start. Cat's Cradle was the first book out of that the Library of Congress one, and that's where I started. I was like, well, I might as well start from the start. And I got halfway through, and I was like, I'm not into this like at all. So uh, I still have all the Vonnegut stuff. I just haven't tried dipping into it again because Cat's Cradle really kind of put me off of it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's an odd one out. But it's weird. It's weird because uh, yeah. it's all about an incel. It's all it's all about incels. <laughs> Isn't everything? <laughs> if, you, if you look at it that way, mm-hmm. but yeah, so the uh, the uh, Yasutaka Susoi mm-hmm. guy—that's the guy who also wrote the girl who leapt through time, uh, Paprika, the Satoshi Kon oh, film, okay. stuff like that. I know that one. Uh, hell, which is uh, is it about hell? Yeah, but it's uh, oh, that's cool. But it's it's kind of the hell is other people kind of hell. Ah, uh, like this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll add it to the cart <clears throat> one day. I'll, if it ever dips a dollar or two, then I'll, I'll buy it. Oh, just just do it. I can't, Jarrett. I can't. It's on the principle. Taxes. The taxes. <laughs> now nah, I'll get it eventually. I'll get it eventually. Lastly, mm-hmm. I still stand by regular Oreos or double stuffed. The cookie to cream ratio is completely out of whack with double stuffed. All right. That's it. Get fucked, boys. Bye. <laughs> I uh, I appreciate this new uh, canter that he's uh, uh, he's got here. I like he, it. Who does he think he is? He's one, trying to be Sam one and a half. Well, one's, oh, that's right. He's trying. One stuff Sanchez here. Mm-hmm. One stuff Sanchez. Sad. 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 Well. Oh well. That's that mattress man. <laughs> nice. Thanks, nice. Every, thanks everybody. Yeah. See. Even <laughs> you, Sam. Yes. Even Sam. With your sass. In his tone, mm-hmm. it's, it's not what he says; it's the way he says it. Mm-hmm. Hey, RJ. Yeah. Uh, what you been creeping on this week? I guess I actually do have movies. One, uh, one of them I won't talk about. Yeah, you can't talk about one. Uh, yeah, I won't talk. That I, was a surprise. Um, you said to plan it, and then just by chance, I was like, I can watch this yeah. movie right now, I, and I can go whenever else I'll be. Able I, to. Th- I thought it would happen, but that's fine. I just, uh, yeah, no, I just. Every time I was like, no, it's not. This isn't going to happen. But we'll. we'll there's Doesn't a, matter. There is an explanation. But we'll talk about that in Off-air? say about a half hour. Okay. Forty-five no, minutes from now. I mean, it's fine. Like uh, I'm so familiar with the like, like I read the book recently, so it's it's not going out of my memory. We can talk about it in a week. We can talk about it in fucking two so, months. I don't give a shit. You're t- he's talking about Dune, folks. Talking about Dune. Yeah, we can talk about it in a it's, week or two. It's on. Two it's months. it's it's, fr- it's free to stream in uh, Canada. Canada. So yes, it, it, and RJ uh, just went and did it, which is whatever. It's fine. So and then you, you, uh, 
I just haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I will. Yeah. I will. It was a complete surprise. What happened was a uh, Saturday night. Andrea wasn't feeling well. Like she, her throat was a little sore and she's like, she's like, I'm going to go to bed. It was like six o'clock. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, the evening has opened up. Um, so you, I was like, I was drug, like, I'm going to watch the three hour fucking drug or did you? No. Well, you, mean, you can't admit it if you did, but no, nothing liable. No, nothing liable. Um, so that, that was the only reason I watched it uh, was because she wasn't feeling well and went to bed early. So I was like, I was like, I got like an actual chunk of time. I better get this thing done. So whatever. We'll talk about that one day. I can tell you about Ride the Eagle. Or I can tell you about Star Trek Enterprise if you want to start that. Oh, That's a whole thing. Goddamn! I'm in know, season buddy. three and I'm I'm halfway through. So you know I'm, what? See, I mean, so because we're we're Patreoning that, right? That's uh, yeah. It's up to you. It's I, up to you. I, I, that's where that's going to live. Keep. Yeah. Keep. I will say. Well, the nice thing about Enterprise, Jarrett, is that it's only four seasons, so it's it won't be eight hours like. Well, PS9. so what would your? Well, I mean, it will be eight hours. Because yeah. if you do a half season and it takes say an hour to do, because mm. um, Trek, I don't, I know Millennium yeah. you blew through. This I is tried. this is Trek. I'm gonna have questions. I tried. Yes, maybe. And, well, I mean, there is a lot of canon stuff in here. Some complicated canon. Things changed like weirdly in Enterprise, where there was one thing going and then it changed, and I was like, whoa! I was like, when did that happen? One thing that recently happened that like <laughs> is really goofy. So do do you know anything about Enterprise? Not well. What do you mean other than it's set pro- like storyline? I mean, all I know a couple things is it's set pre. Well, no, shut up. Quit talking about Star okay, Trek. Okay, okay, never mind. Never. Stop mind, talking never about mind. it. No one cares. No one cares. Tell okay. tell me about tell me about Ride the Eagle from twenty twenty one, directed by Trent O'Donnell. Trent O'Donnell. I, I will say before that, we watched that... Uh, a directorial right? debut. Yeah, I guess. I wonder who um, who wrote this thing. It's a mongrel. Oh, Jake Johnson wrote it himself. With Trent. Trent. Look at that. With Trent. It's a mongrel media films. Do you know about mongrel, Jarrett? I do. Yeah, so it's uh, it's one of those bad boys. Uh, do you know Jake Johnson? This guy, uh, the actor? All, I, I do know who he is now because I eliminated it. He's like the kid in 21 jump street that's about a kid no this guy's like 40 dude wasn't he a teenager in 21 jump street oh i mean potentially it's been a while since i've seen 21 jump street maybe yeah this guy's definitely like 40 though i'm sure he is oh no sorry he's the principal oh, he right. he's the principal in it oh okay okay I've, i don't i don't know who this guy is he's a you know that show new girl with zoe de chanel no well, he's in that show. Okay, it doesn't matter. He's an indie darling, Jarrett. Is let he? Me tell, let okay. me say. You know how many yeah. movies? I've seen three movies of Jake Johnson, and one of them is Red Belt. Spider-Verse? Which I don't... Oh, he's, he is uh, alpha, or he's like prime Peter Parker in Spider-Verse. Like old Peter Parker uh, that, who comes he, through... So he's a voice actor. That, that doesn't mean well, anything. Well, in that movie. In that movie. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, in Red Belt, he's somewhere in that movie. Um, I think... Mm. Deep down the list, um, like way down on the list. But I noticed that Sam Sanchez watched Spartan recently. Oh, yeah. that's a good update. That's a good. That's, up- a, that's a very that's, good that's, update. That's a good one. And uh, I don't know if uh, uh, Slam has watched uh, Red Belt. Maybe he should. 
Sorry, that's not to confuse with Slam, but I mean, yeah, Slam should also watch it, but mm-hmm. one stuff Sam. should also one stuff. I agree. Anyways, Jake Johnson, he's oh, a cool guy. He has watched it, and he only gave it and? three stars. But when did he watch it last? Oh, that's that's a that's a memory movie. Oh, it's time to walk back through the door and back into the octagon, Sam. I see. I see. I'm interested with Tim Allen. Oh, Tim Alien, some say. Anyways, uh, Jake Johnson, he's a cool guy. I like him. He's just he seems like um, he seems like a regular guy. If that makes sense, he just kind of like does stuff, and he's not like he's a real really, one. Yeah, he's not like overly big or overly small. He's just just like a, right. He's he's Joe America, if that makes sense. He's just an, an everyday American guy. So um. This movie, uh, what is it? He's um, he's like a musician and he plays in a band, but he just lives at like his manager's house, which is a very small plot point. It's only the first like three five minutes and then it's gone. But uh, his mom dies and he's estranged from his mom because his mom left him when he was like six, and then when he was like thirty, tried to like make amends with him, but he was like, he's like no, he's like you left me when I was a little kid. He's like I don't want to be with you. Uh, so his mom dies and then leaves him. Uh, her cabin on Yosemite in California, which I believe is would probably be qu- pretty expensive to own real estate on the mountains in California, I imagine. Uh, but it's a conditional will, so it's like he's got to go out there and then do a bunch of tasks um, for him to get the cabin. Um, and it's a movie about this guy and his best friend, his uh, dog, Nora. Uh, and it's just him and his dog up in the cabin doing stuff that his mom, Susan Sarandon, asks him to do. And it's a little bit about self-discovery, Jared. And it's a little bit about, uh, you know, learning, working through trauma in the past. Uh, what else is uh, this thing about? I don't know. It's a pretty good show. Uh, this movie. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Um, I don't think you would like it, but. Uh... <laughs> Why? Why do you say that? Well, I don't actually, I don't know. Maybe you would. Cause it's just about, it is, it's just a dude going like on his own trying to like do things to learn about himself. I don't know. I think it may be, <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit too rom com for you. Like mm. there, there's not really romance in this. It's just one of the tasks uh, that his mom gives him is to call an ex-girlfriend, like the one that he felt bad about breaking up with. And then him and his girlfriend have like phone calls and text messages about how they feel and stuff like that. Jared. So I don't, I don't know if you would like that. It's not a big part of the show, but uh, it's there. So I don't I don't think you like that part. But <clears throat> this guy just hanging out with his dog is really nice because it's like him and his dog going on like hikes yeah. and uh, on a canoe. And you're like, hey, I like seeing a guy in a, a nice little dog on a on a canoe. That's fun. Is this why it gets the doggo designation? This does get the dog because the doggo is a uh, prominent character in this in mm-hmm. this film. No. Pro- J.K. Simmons is in this as well. In case you were wondering, uh, no, I often do wonder. You often do. Um, no, it was good. I mean, it's like I said, I don't, I don't think it's a Jarrett pick by any standpoint, but uh, it's definitely um, the title. I think uh, hurts this movie. They could have called it anything else. Anything else. Well, they couldn't. Call, uh, that, that is a movie. And, well, they could have called it conditions conditional because of the inheritance or they could have called it man and dog and i think that would have been better (laughs) a boy and his dog a boy and his dog yeah uh which is a movie that i didn't like 
Um, oh, that's great. The only reason it's called Ride the Eagle is because literally in the last like three minutes of this movie, his mom made a painting and it's like him with like eagles in the background and she wrote Ride the Eagle on the painting. That's that's it. And then he even says he's like, that's a bad title. And then it ends. And it's just like, oh, that's some uh, self-aware type stuff. <laughs> they look at this camera. <laughs> Wink. So anything else. Jared just sent me the movie poster for anything else starring his favorite actor jason biggs oh man i hate that guy i still i i hate him he, he was so bad what about woody allen well that's because he's trying to be woody allen in that movie yeah there's some bad guys in here jason biggs jimmy fallon christina ricci <laughs> is cool danny devito is cool but who is stalkered channing is that a real person because he's got title card he's right between jason biggs and danny devito who the hell is Stockard Channing? No. Is, is this like one of those uh, Baron Steen Bears thing? Uh, it's not Channing Tatum, I can tell you uh, that it, much. It's, it's a woman. Well, who is this person? A 78-year-old woman. And they got they got poster title or poster name credit? Yeah. I wonder if they were a big part of the show. I can't remember. Huh. Huh. Weird. <laughs> uh anyways ride the eagle is a decent enough show it's a good way to spend 90 minutes that's another good part of the thing of it Jared. it's 90 minutes long hmm. so uh much like the movie sam sanchez just logged mr mom <laughs> you remember mr mom Jarrett, starring michael keaton i do it's 91 minutes it's not bad it's not bad uh so anyways that's what i watched and that's i did watch uh you watched. i've been slamming enterprise yeah i've been seeing the uh screenshots <laughs> did you uh, did you like any of those or do you just see them and go i, I just see them and i go uh, that's that's progress <laughs> i i haven't even sent you any of the pictures of scott bacula in his super tight underwear and because it comes up a lot Jarrett. some may call this sex trek have I ever? I'm really wondering, like, Stalker Channing. Have I ever seen anything with. Have you? Her? Look it up. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Mm, mm, mm. Beep, boop, 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 boop. One. I've seen one thing that she's been in. Was it any good? It was anything else. Hmm. This is, uh, yeah. I mean, I've never seen Grease, I've never yeah. seen Practical Magic. The First yeah. Wives Club, Two oh, Wong Fu, those. Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. All bangers. All bangers. Um, Smoke, Death to 2021, yeah. Where the Heart Is. Yeah, the, the Six Degrees of Separation, um, hmm. The Hospital, which I think is the 70s thriller that I've never seen. Must Love Dogs. Holy fuck. This, yeah, there's a there's a reason why this person's From laundry not, list. Not on. Oh, even the, the Applegates. Meet the Applegates, RJ. Oh, uh, who could forget that? That's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, that Jared. actually seems like a movie that might be one of your favorites. Meet the Applegates. Yeah. Wait, what is like, it about? You, you like Ed Bagley Jr. Egg Bagley, Egg Bagley Jr. A I do new like egg. species of comedy modeling oh, themselves God. after an idyllic cookie-cutter suburban 1950s family. A colony of insects move from South America into the United States with the intent of getting access to the nation's nuclear resources. I mean, that that does sound pretty cool. Yeah, see? It, it, it genuinely does. Yeah, I'm on board with that. That's cool. Wow, there you go. That's, that's on your watch list, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm on board with Nail that. Nail it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. I was gonna say what so, else? Uh, it's, it's about a family of giant mantises. Oh, so I mean, that's wicked. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, what else are we gonna say? We just watched season two of Righteous Gemstones. I think you'd like parts of Righteous Gemstones, mm-hmm. but not other parts. Other parts you would get really annoyed at. I've had a coworker talk about it, and and what did they say? Uh, they liked it, but mm-hmm. there's something about buttholes. Uh, that slapping you, I, slapping yeah, buttholes. That's what you were talking about last week. Yeah, slapping yeah. buttholes. And like I don't know, it's I think like I do think there are some things you would really like about it because it is like a. I don't know, like re- like religious commentary satire stuff that I think you would you would find funny, but then there's other things that it's like modern day stuff that you'd just be like, and you would and you would really like dislike. This, um, is, uh, this is Danny McBride, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we watched another show. We watched we watched a lot of TV here. That's, that's what you do while you're sick, I yeah. guess. Yeah. While your while your partner poisons you. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm maybe getting sick. I hope not. Mm-hmm. Trying to avoid her at all that's, costs. That's, that's just turning the tables, RJ. And then giving it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you, uh, I'll put this drink that you're giving me. I'll just swap them. Mm. Remember that? Remember that movie, RJ? Uh, I which one? I don't know. It happens so frequently. It, ha- it happens in all of them. Ah, uh, so you want to talk about Star Trek, do you? I mean, I do. You want me to talk about okay. Star Trek now? Well, yeah, might as well. Fucking. Oh, should we should we just stop so yeah, that's easier yeah, yeah, yeah. for recording? Okay. Exactly. That's let me let saying. me go to the bathroom then. Okay. But actually, do we need to have a send off? Well, well, now I mean, you're talking about <laughs> going to the. I mean, you're just going well, off here. I'm trying to I'm trying to hit stop, and you just keep talking about how you're having to go to the bathroom. All right, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, you hear that, folks? And then there's gonna be some some beautiful music, and then we'll be talking about how amazing. The, the next like half hour hour has been that's what's going to happen how do you like that how do you like them apples folks star trek apples they're going to like it they're going to love it mm-hmm. yeah. i can feel the change in the way right now nothing's in my way and i'm not gonna hold it down no more no they're not gonna hold me down Wow, RJ. We did it again. How long did we go that time, Jarrett? One hour. An hour of premium exclusive content for That's Patreons? Right. That's right. Wow. How much of that hour was dedicated to talking about the theme song of Star <laughs> that, Trek Enterprise? That, that, that people just heard? Just a snippet yeah. of? To, yeah. get them, to get them in the mood? How much of that, Jarrett? I mean, How much I, of the time? I don't know. Whatever it, whatever it, whatever it was, I mean, it's uplifting. Oh. Man, do you feel good after that? You feel like you can achieve anything, Jarrett. Yeah. Not only do you have strength of the heart, or, or faith of the heart, sorry, you have strength of the soul. You mm-hmm. can do anything. Oh, man, this makes me want to go out and watch Patch Adams. <sighs> well, few people will understand that, unless you're part of the Patreons. That's right. Check it out for check, exclusive. Check it out. 
If you want to hear about Scott Bakula's huge package, mm-hmm. you might have to. And RJ imagining it like hitting the side of walls and stuff. I mean, that wasn't imagined. That happens in. Well, I mean, people can learn for themselves via Netflix or wherever it's streaming in your part of the world. I think only on Paramount Plus in the States and Crave in Canada. It's not on Netflix? I, I think I think it just, it used to be, but I think all the Star Treks like literally just got pulled mm. and they're only on Crave and Paramount now. Mm. I believe. If it hasn't happened yet, it's, it's going to. <sighs> so, yes. Problem. That's a problem. Well... Whatever. Yeah. That's their problem. We're it's taken care of. Oh, oh, I'm good. I got Crave. I imagine that one day they'll pull it all and put it on Paramount Plus here, too. I think I, that's the plan. If they haven't yet, they're going to. Mm. Yeah. So Concerning. So, then it becomes all our problem. Hey, RJ, got any news for us? No, come on. Okay. Want to hear about some Criterion films coming out in June 2022? I guess. <laughs> Where to begin? From the start. There's just so many choices. There's six things to mention. Uh, one of which is a re-release of Tales of Hoffman on Blu-ray. Wow. Is If only we've already... Cu- if only we there's an episode of a Criterion podcast that maybe has discussed Tales of Hoffman. Well, I mean, I think that would be a movie that would uh, probably shine with a, uh, a restoration. But I think the version we watched looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty show. Yeah. Uh, do you know about Farewell Amor, the film uh, by no. uh, Equa Masangi from 2020? It's a new movie. Oh, uh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Oh, right. Yeah, you just I've forgot. been watching it for years. You forgot about the title the last year or two. Uh, yeah. That's a feature film debut. It's coming out. Uh, we'll talk about it 20 years from now. How about uh, Rouge um, from 1987? Canto pop superstars Anita Moy and Leslie Chung display the androgynous magnetism that made them icons as doomed lovers in their emblematic film of Hong Kong's second U wave, directed by pioneering queer melodrama master Stanley Kwan. Yeah, that's another one. I've just uh, you've studied it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's one. It's it's such a part of me. Yeah. Like I could, I'm, I'd maybe plagiarize it by mistake because it's so such an ingrained part of my like my life. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I believe you. I believe yep. you. Hey, RJ. Yeah. You know about a movie called Shaft? Huh? 19- oh, I know Shaft. From 1971. Directed oh, no. by Gordon Parks. Richard Roundtree. That's where you're supposed to say, shut your mouth. He's a bad mother. It's Wilson the Criterion Collection. Shut your mouth. I mean, that's cool. I've never seen Shaft. Is it good? It's okay. Or is it culturally uh, significant? Culturally significant, it's okay. That, that, that checks a criterion box. It does. I mean, it, I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's cool that it's in the collection. Uh, I'd like mm-hmm. to see more black exploitation show up, but I think this one's like medium. Uh, you I know what would be cooler is Blackula. They should throw that in there. Yeah, Blackula rules. Blackula rules. That movie's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. Chef's yeah. Chef's cool. Chef's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. We also got uh, another new movie. There's a uh, bunch. Yoakum Trier's the worst person in the world. Why do people talk about that? The kids are talking about it. Must I saw good, I, I, I saw a trailer for it before seeing Licorice Pizza. Really? Did it look any good? Uh, I don't know. It could be all right. 
It also, it's, fine. it's one of those movies that I'm like, oh, I bet you this is longer than it needs to be, and it's 127 yeah. minutes. So I don't know. It's right on the the, the the thin line. The cusp. The cusp. When aren't they like that? You know. We all know about cusps. But RJ, I do. Uh, the biggest news of all is at long last, long mm-hmm. long being threatened. We're mm-hmm. getting uh, John Waters' Pink Flamingos is joining the Criterion Collection. Uh, and mm. I, I announced this with zero consultation. Uh, yeah. Spine 1,131. If there has ever been a, a point of which the Criterion Creeps will end, it will be at this point. Because after after watching Pink Flamingos, what else is there left to be said? I mean... Peak, peak cinema. So, in fact, I think based on the numbers, we will never watch... Uh, Worst person in the world because it is spine eleven thirty two. But hey, a lot can happen in nineteen years. A lot could, but you know what else couldn't happen? What's that? Any of it could just all be over tomorrow. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Yeah, no guarantees in this world. Fingers crossed, hey. Except for the great listening pleasure you'll derive from checking out our discussion about Enterprise on the Patreon exclusive content. Man, that sounds exclusive. Is it? Very. We're going to get in trouble because it's not inclusive at all. But it is if you're willing to pay the price. On the price of admission, what is that? As low as a dollar? As low as one dollar. A month? A month. With a minimum 20-year subscription, right? That's exactly Minimum, minimum, minimum. We got, we got we got bills to pay. Oh, and inflation happens. Oh fuck. And interest happens. So um, it's one dollar for the first month, but for uh, the mm. other twenty years, um, re- don't don't read the fine print. Just sign up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's gonna be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm stoked about all these releases. It's it's always incredible. The gift that John Criterion gives us every month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't realize that uh, the reason they delayed the announcement uh, this last week was because they wanted to time the announcement of Pink Flamingos to go along with the fact that it had been 50 years since the film had been released in theater. I uh, hadn't heard such a thing. No. But, you know... Um, That's what they say. Yeah, I, I've been there, man. I did the Pink Flamingo thing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part, like, I was pretty good. No. I was pretty good, you know. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen a John Waters movie. It, it's, I, I don't plan to start. Well, you will. You have to. Yeah, as we said, a lot can happen in a couple of years. A lot can happen. I a lot mean, can happen. You can give your notice any time. I I could just die. Yes, that too. I just told I told you like two hours ago. My favorite food was cheeseburgers. <laughs> how much do you, how what what do you think the lifespan of someone whose favorite food is cheeseburgers would be? Uh you mean like former president Donald Trump? Is his favorite food cheeseburgers? I would I wouldn't put it past him. I know he likes that McDonald's lifestyle. Mm. But he, but he does balance it out with a little diet coke. Uh, well, I mean, he did tweet once. You ever seen anyone not fat drinking a Diet Coke? He said that once. No. He said a lot of things. He has said a lot of things. No. Correct. Many, 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 many things. Yeah. No. Oh, well. So you got no news, huh? No. 
How am I supposed to? I don't know. You're just talking about Star Trek for an hour. I know. <laughs> from from uh, 21 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's news. I can do anything. Man, it's good. Damn. It's good. Uh, Akira Kurosawa is trending on Twitter. Yeah, he's got a new movie coming out next year. It's um, Ant-Man 5. Oh, it's his birthday. Uh, he's... His, he's not alive anymore. Guys. Well, you know, people, people. It still was. It's still his birthday. I mean, I guess. When's his death day? I think that's more cause for celebration. <laughs> what day did he die, Jarrett? I don't know. Figure it out. Give it a look. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to. I, I don't, don't care. I'm, actually, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't care. Hey. Yeah. All right. Well, God damn it. Let's talk mm-hmm. about pockets. Um, sure. Whoo! After the break, I don't know. We're gonna go hang out in a, a nice estate and go go get into that bathtub with those like bathtub grubs. di Locarno. Grifone d'oro, premio Città di Imola, Festival di Venezia. Premio Sette Colli, rassegna Giove Capitolino. Premio Campioni a Campione per la produzione e la regia. Premio Nuovo Cinema, Festival di Rio de Janeiro. Basta. 
detto basta! Vieni, vieni! Lasciami, 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 Sei andato con quello? L'hai visto bene? Prova soltanto a immaginare, Augusto, se tu fossi solo, senza noi quattro. Per la prima volta nella tua vita potresti pensare a te stesso, da uomo a uomo. Perché devi velenarti l'esistenza per noi? Guarda che mi ci metto anch'io. Ti voglio molto bene, Augusto. Sei l'unico e tu lo sai. Per questo voglio che tu sia libero. E mi pare di aver scoperto il modo, proprio adesso. Giulia! This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Fists in the Pocket from 1965, directed by Marco Belchio. No tagline for this film, RJ. None? No. Um, so, oh, do you, we could make one. We could make one up. <laughs> make one up? What do, you th- what do you think it would be? Well, like if I was a marketing guy? Yeah. Um... Fuck, how would you market this movie? My wife, my cousin, <laughs> my, my mother. Mm-hmm. Throw, mama throw, mama f- f- throw mama off the, the cliff. Off the cliff. Have you ever loved your cousin so much you had to push so, your mom off a cliff? It's not, even, it's not cousins, RJ. Have you ever loved your sister so much you had to push your mother off the cliff? No. So wait, no, actually, here's the tagline. Okay. Family is so important that you'll kill them just to get closer to them. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's fine. Okay, so the synopsis for this film, RJ. Um, Ale, a deeply <laughs> disturbed young man subject to seizures, benignly decides to murder members of his dysfunctional family for altruistic reasons. What are the altruistic reasons to that situation? Um, well, to, I guess, put them all out of misery. Since, like, I think all the siblings, except for the older brother, have seizures. 
and the mom's blind. So I guess um, to do the world a favor, to do the brother a favor, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, RJ. Um, but is that what altruism is? Well, it's for selfless. Self, it's being selfless, I guess. Or, I mean, is it selfless or selfish? Ish, selfless, less. What about shellfish? Is Shell, that all shellfish? Uh, yeah. Don't don't know anything about that. Is that somehow related? Okay. How about how about this? This is the uh, off the back of the box for fist in the pocket. Tormented okay. by twisted desires. <laughs> A young man takes drastic measures to rid his grotesquely dysfunctional family of its various afflictions in this astonishing 1965 debut from Marco Bellaccio. With its coolly assured style, shocking perversity, and savage gallows humor, fists in the pocket, a tasca was a gleaming ice pick in the eye of bourgeois family values and Catholic morality. A truly unique work that continues to rank as one of the greatest achievements of Italian cinema. What do they mean by greatest? <laughs> I think it's exactly what it means, RJ. And they said great achievements, not greatest. Oh, uh, I, I thought that you read that as greatest achievements. Oh, maybe but it says great, but maybe I say greatest because well, we'll maybe, we'll maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm giving a play over playing my hand. We'll have to. Uh, well, shit, I guess I guess I'll have to wait to see what you think about this. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, so I had never seen this movie before and okay. I've kind of known of it. It pops up. I've, I've seen this uh, Criterion poster art. On my letterbox lots, um, sure you have. and I'm not sure what even what lists they've come up on in terms of. I think it's on the ultimate incel list for <laughs> for budding and future incels. I believe is part of it. Uh, I mean, again, you can't, you can't argue that. Does he not? Is he not textbook incel? He's got he's got those vibes, but I would say no. Really? Yeah, he's got he's got the vibes. He's involuntarily celibate, and he takes well, out I mean, his there's, anger there's on lady, other people. I mean, it seems like uh, there's like girls uh, giving him some side eye and the up and down at that dance at the at the, at the oh, brothers' party. Oh, so you're party. saying he's voluntarily celibate? I, I think he's incompetent. I mean, he's mm. not he's not really trying for those. He's got one he's got uh, one person that he's fixated on. Which I mean, yeah, I mean, it's sort of like the incel thing. But usually, once you get to that point, RJ, as has been discussed several times before. Uh, it's, it's once you become involuntarily and you've abandoned those aspirations and now you want to make them all pay. So this movie comes up mm. often in terms of like, I think at some point it was put in the horror genre list on Letterboxd. Uh, it has since, since been corrected because it is not a horror movie. But no. it's got, it's but it's a, is it a horror question mark movie? Like something like Angst or uh, Bad Boy Bubby or something like that? I'd say no, it's not. It's really. Mm. I, I also agree. I don't think it, or I agree. I don't think it is either. Yeah, there's nothing that made me go, "Oh man, that's horrific." Mm. Okay, so I went into this kind of. I, this has been around, and because of the the films that kind of get suggested in, I was like, "Oh, that sounds like 
something I could watch. But I was like, by the time I ever first really saw what it was about, I was like, ah, we'll be watching it for the show one of these days. And here we are. Mm-hmm. That day came. So uh, it was time to watch this movie. And, you know, it's only an hour and 49 minutes. That's, like, not that long. Um, so why is it, RJ, this, why did this movie take me three days to watch? I mean, I have, I have my ideas, but they might be different from your ideas. Maybe you thought this movie was so good. I think you wanted to savor it. I I think there might, I think there might be some crossovers in our opinions on this movie, RJ. Just, uh, I might throw that one out there. Is it, is it, uh, two lanes going the same way on a highway or is it two different two different parts of the highway you know one going one way one going another i, I think th- i think this might be a convoy did we both take the exit off of the highway do you do you think that's what it is no no man yeah did you see my review of this film i did i and, saw uh, it uh, uh, did you see my review of the film i did not because i don't go on letterbox very frequently oh, don't, tell, me... don't tell the fans that I go on Letterbox all the just, time. Just, just so it's clear, folks, if you're uh, on YouTube and you're listening to our review of Fist in the Pocket, I see. You, you, you might want to just jump ship here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people know by now that we don't like movies. <laughs> Two guys who don't like movies don't talk about Criterions. <laughs> so we'll talk about Scott Bakula's underwear. Huge package. Yeah. Banging yeah. into the walls in the shower chair. It yeah. happened. It happened. It happened. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're I, I caught. You're, like you're, you're, you're caught up. You're caught up on this movie. Yes, oh, I my, and my review. Yeah. I mean, I think am I wrong? Of, no, I think that would make a lot of movies. That's kind of a universal stamp. Like if <laughs> if the Batman had epileptic werewolves as well. Wow. That would also have been maybe a better movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Imagine it's like a, cur- a family cursed with werewolfism. Lycanthropy. Lycanism, or lycanthropy, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Wolf, I, I, what if they're wolfmans? Wolfmans? No. So my, I, I do like a wolfman. Uh, my question for you is, uh, was it equal segments of 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, or did you oh, do like an hour? I, and was, then... I was down to like 20 minute, 10 minute, like, and then maybe I, I, I knocked back a big chunk, uh, and then yeah. I, I still had a half hour to go. But it's like, oh, I, yeah, this was tough. This was a tough one. Not for you, hey? Yeah. So, okay. So here's the long, here's the plot synopsis off of Wikipedia. Um, okay. Let's just run through it. Uh, Hit then, then we'll go bit by bit. Uh, four siblings, a sister and three brothers, live with their blind mother in an Italian villa. Three of the siblings suffer from epilepsy. The eldest brother, Augusto, does not. Augusto is the only provider for the family. One of their brothers, Alessandro, a.k.a. Um, Ale or Ali, uh, played by Luke Castell, de- mm-hmm. decides that Augusto would be free to live his life as he pleases if his, the mother and other siblings were gotten rid of. He connives to be allowed to drive his mother and the other siblings on their periodic trip to a cemetery. After he has left, Augusto reads the note that Alessandro left saying that he would kill all of them and himself. Alessandro intended to drive all of them off a cliff, but does not, and they all return home safely. Mm-hmm. Later, however, Alessandro takes his mother for a drive. They stop at an overlook, and Alessandro pushes his mother off the cliff to her death. Alessandro is not suspected. After his mother's funeral, he kills his epileptic brother, Leon, by having him drink an overdose of his medication. 
the sister, Julia, realizes that Alessandro killed Leon and their mother. Alessandro has an attack, and Julia does not come to his aid. Hmm. That's the that's the movie, more or less. Um, so are they saying that in the bathtub he had an attack? Like, like that Le- Leon? Scene? Yeah. yeah. Well, he gets drowned, though. Like, he literally gets I, no, I was gonna say, the... Yeah. I found that scene really confusing because it's like, I know about the epilepsy stuff, but, like, he pushes him down for a second and then he floats back up. But the guy seemed, like, conscious. Was he just not, like, un- he was unconscious, but then he, he, he had the consciousness to, like, have posture again all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think that was an accurate representation of what that ailment might be. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was confused by that scene. So... That's kind of what we're playing with here. Yeah, that's part of it, yeah. Uh, so the movie opens up with... Um, the, so it's in, uh, in Inyo Morricone score. Inyo Morricone. Yeah, it's uh, bombastic, yeah. kind of, uh, I guess, horror-y, kind of, thriller-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hostage letter type of deal, where it's like a close-up of a letter that the sister has sent to the older brother's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. saying that she's pregnant and to leave her brother alone or something like that. But it's like her being like another, pretending to be another woman. And then yeah. the, the the brother and this girlfriend are talking about it in the car. And none of this is very particularly clear watching the movie until you like kind of skim back through and go, what are the relationships? Because there is just like, I don't know, you're like thrown into this movie mm-hmm. and you're kind of like navigating how these characters are related to one another uh, I found reading the synopsis helpful <laughs> in terms mm-hmm. of like what what is this? What's all this mm-hmm. about? Um, yeah, so they're so they're having a conversation. She's like, "What's wrong with your sister?" Well, uh, they back up and I guess drop off this girlfriend, and mm-hmm. the the older brother is driving back, sees his sister on the side of the road, and picks her up. And this is like, "Why did you write that letter?" Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, the older. So there's the. Oh God, how do you break this down? So there's the brothers, um, Leon and Ali. They're uh, running they're around, there. just hanging out on the estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one comment about uh, the sister saying to the older brother, like, man, our younger brother, he's an incestuous weirdo. He left a love letter on my dresser. Ha 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 ha. Wild. They all had a good laugh. Wild. Eh, Jerry? Wild. Yeah. Um, and then we get some depressing dinner action uh, with the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some some roughhousing with a kitty. Grab that that, mm-hmm. that older brother. He's just grabbing that cat by the scruff. You know, cat. Yeah, he's crushed the shit li- out of that li- cat. Li- li- lifting that cat right up. And you're like, no, kitties aren't. Kitties are heavy. You can't lift them when they're that big. You gotta leave. Not- you, you pick them up by their little flanks and send them on their way. And then when Not they come, like that. But at least the cat got back up there and started getting into that food. And like the person <laughs> continues eating. So the cat's just gnawing down. I appreciated that. I did like that. that part. Yeah. I liked that part as well. That was good. But yeah, that dude really uh, like handles that cat. And you're like, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. But hey, 1965 Italy. Uh, we, we're, uh, we're, that, cat, that cat got off light. In terms of what could have happened yeah. in Italy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. Unfortunately, uh, we also get uh, saucer coffee. You know what I'm talking uh, about? The, yeah, the, the well, older brother's got his like that? he's got his espresso or his little coffee, and he kind of pours some into the like like saucer um, that the cops that 
cup is sitting in, and then he mm-hmm. hands it over to the youngest brother, Leon, I guess, or, or I'm not sure how the, who's youngest or oldest, and this guy just starts slurping it, and I'm just like, oh, that's where you put like the saucers where you put weird stuff that you don't want to put on the anything kitchen table. Anything that's fallen off that you don't want to eat yeah. anymore, leavings. You, just, you put it on there. Yeah, the so, leavings. Yeah, you know, sometimes maybe like you know, yeah, boogie woogies and uh, other flecks and bits and stuff go. On there, things that like you don't want any business with, but you're not pouring uh, coffee on and going, "Hey, bro, you want you want a slurp?" Yeah, so you you haven't had a you haven't had a sip off of a, a serving dish anytime or saucer? No, no, no. Oh, you seem like a saucer guy. Well, it, it kind of reminded me of um. This came up uh, the other day at work for some reason. Uh, about bars at the end of the night, there's like the the catch tray for like when your the, the bartenders are like pouring out the shots and stuff like that, and they're they're doing it on this tray, but there's spillage that accumulates over the course of the night, and some desperate souls mm. apparently drink what is left at the end of the night. So all the leavings and, and accumulations get poured into a drink. And uh, it's got different names for it. Uh, one, though, that jumps out at me is called a gorilla fart. Where, sorry, where did you say this happens? At bars, some kinds of bars. At, at last call, the end of the night, they this is a thing. I, I frank, I, I, not in a very long time, but I used to frequent bars in my younger days. I've never seen such a thing. You were you were probably not with the hardened types that are there at the bitter end. You're probably waiting for a cab at this point. Have you partook? No, God, uh. I didn't know this thing existed. And then it's just like reading. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I just curious. I didn't know if you did or not. Like, I mean, I want to judge you if no. you did. I just no, you know. But yeah, anyway, saucer coffee, thumbs down. I know. I saw that too, and I was just like, "I was like, why do Italians always do shit like this? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with these people?" I mean, it's. I, I mean, not to be that guy, but it's like, this is what Italians are doing all the time. They're always doing weird shit. Like People's this. birds' like, heads are falling off. I know. I Our know. pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> I I just don't get it. But anyways, know. you know, I I don't understand it. The pizza. Uh, and then our protagonist. Yeah. Little little incestor. Or sorry, incestor. And incel. This is yeah. Uh yes. I I think he could a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Little bit. He's got attributes for sure. Uh but but he's got like a little kid that comes by for lessons. Allegedly. Yeah, where he's like, Hey, I need you you to, to like change what my grades say on my report card because that always works so great i mean who even gives a shit about a report card you know well, it seems you, small uh, potatoes in the scheme of what this in, movie in, gets in, to in 1965 well i guess like what the what uh Al- Al- d- does is he gets this little kid to go like go check out my sister she's sunbathing uh what she, and really take a look at, good look at her real up and down what is she wearing what kind of sunglasses? You got to learn how to observe well, young boy. You have to like really know how to objectify women. <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, uh, how would you objectify them? Um, I wouldn't recommend Using it. Using your own words, 
How would you do it, Jared? Well, <laughs> I beg your pardon. Using your uh, own words. I, I just wanted to be really clear. Am I being interviewed for the Supreme Court? Using your own words, Jared. <laughs> do you think babies can be racist? Do you? <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> what a time st- what a timestamp this is. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh yeah, so yeah, go swim with my sister. My next note here is Ali doing spats kid stuff. Could you repeat what you described and, him and as? Mama, here? mama, mama's a blind. Arthur. What could you describe him? What what was what did you say in, he was in, doing? In, a little in Sully. Oh, okay. What was that? He's, what got was lot, he's, got, he's got he's got a lot of energy. He's, what he's, kind of kid did you call him? He's really acting up. I see. I yeah. see. Yeah. He he's getting um. He's getting there. He's doing things. Yeah. He's, things that you go. He's, he's kicking upside the wall like you do when you're a kid, I guess, and. Hopping yeah. around and like he's got he's doing stuff with his hands. I don't know if you noticed that, RJ. There's a lot of uh-huh. hand action. That's where Scorsese got it. He might have. He loves uh, Italian cinema, and it and seems like, and it seems he like loves hands. Many many people love this movie. He loves hands as well, Jared. Did you not see the cover to The Irishman? Many. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then we kind of find out that the youngest brother is indeed epileptic. Sure. sure. Who isn't? You know, we've all been in this there. family. Um, and then just kind of a, to paraphrase, Hey, big bro, can't take the car out for a drive to kill us all. And he fails. He, he changed he his mind. To. Yeah. He thought about it real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some moping around at the cemetery uh, while they're doing that. So uh, the older brother stays home and he's making out with his girlfriend back at the estate. And they're like, oh, like, what if they come back? It's like, oh, we'll hear, we'll hear the car. Even though it's like mm-hmm. he found this essentially a suicide confession letter that the brother. That he's like, well, maybe he won't do anything about it. But, mm-hmm. he, but he didn't. And then the family returns. Laughs are had. There's a lot of movies in the Criterion where everyone has a good laugh afterwards. Mm-hmm. And when you go afterwards, <clears> what? And then I have a note here. Some other shit. I don't know. Uh, then next note, though, is yeah. sh- shooting mice. Yeah. There's a there's a real scene here where they're at the dump. Mm-hmm. And they're just shooting some mice yep. down at the dump. Well, I don't know if they're successful, though. No, it doesn't seem like they hit any of them. Or they, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like they pay any of them. They're just... They're shooting at the mice, and yep. you go. And you're just, but you're all right. It's a bunch of footage of scurrying mice. Yeah, and I feel bad for those guys. Those mice and rats are not bad dudes. You leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. in. They're just trying to get a piece of the pie, just like everyone else. And I mean, isn't that what it's all about? Well, in this crazy yeah. world. Some rats won't just leave you alone, though. Well, I mean, we're a lot better off than them. Let them have a piece. <laughs> a piece of the pie. I don't have a piece of the pie. Like the pizza you know pie. I mean? Like Splinter. Pizza pie. And then there's some cards being played in another scene. Uh, and then we get to when our our young protagonist mm-hmm. throws his mama off that cliff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, real push. A real push. She's yeah. blind. And when he's pretending to slap her, but like air blowing. And oh yeah, he's also reading the newspaper headlines and then he starts mm-hmm. making some up. Classic blind yeah. people abuse. Yeah, a lot of blind abuse in this. 
No. I'm gonna. I'm this gonna is, go this out is, on a limb here. This is, this is I'm not for it. This is pretty peak uh, blind abuse when you push a blind person off the of a cliff. Yeah, this might be a controversial statement, but I feel like you shouldn't push blind people off cliffs. Wow, that's some what virtue signaling this it's is. It's a it's a stance I'm gonna take, Jared. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel. I just feel. Like, I I feel like it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, then we have a funeral sequence that goes on for quite some time. Uh, mm-hmm. then there's, uh, trying out some fur coats mm-hmm. and, uh, we get our, uh, Ali's first seizure, his own seizure where he has to be grabbed by, held by his head while he goes through yeah. this. Um, another note here, some other stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's some more stuff there. So, this is after the funeral, right? This is after the funeral before the party. Yeah. There's a lot of people talking to each other, and you go, what are these people talking about? Yeah. I, and you're you're saying this as you're watching the movie, and then you go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or I don't know what these people are talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. And you go, okie dokie. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the party. There's a, the, the Brolder brothers having a shindig at the estate. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's running this, this shindig now. Mm-hmm. What happens there? I don't know. There's some dances. People are like, you know, this, there's like some outs being given to uh, our protagonist. Um, there's other. Mm-hmm. There's you don't you don't just have to lust after your sister. You know those old talks, eh? Yeah. Common in Italy, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, there's some hanging out in the fireplace. Uh, yeah, they do a big bonfire. Nope. And they burn some stuff, and one of the brothers says that, that's outside. Good stuff. But then there's actually, oh, okay. but then there's a bit where there's like the indoor fireplace, and they kind of like go oh, duck, yeah. duck in there, so you can see their legs sticking out. Yeah, um, it's kind of like you know, Fr- Franny and Zoe the Saint. Yeah, it's a uh, it's whimsical, Jared. It's but not Jared. All. It's whimsical. No, Jared. It's 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 playful. Uh, and this is where I note that this is the longest it's ever taken me to watch a single movie for this podcast show uh good sign <laughs> good sign good um and then time to kill my brother i guess because he's decided yeah, yeah i want to take this i gotta take this one out too uh this is where uh my comment earlier uh tonight about bathtub grubs so there's like a bit where mm-hmm. you know he's getting down to the sink and he's like splashing some water around and you can see that there's some like rock pebble dirt things at the back mm-hmm. of that bathtub and it's just like oh oh yeah that's universal that's why i shower so it's at you my, know, so it's at my feet not not, you know not I, so i'm not floating with it i actually really like baths i'm just too big i don't fit in tub in the tub here i'm not i'm not even a big dude it's just like i just don't fit in the tub but it, it is gross right but you know what you could do take just a quick rinse shower fill and get that tub filled up it's kind of a whole thing yeah. But uh, a nice soak, man, it'll do you good. Or you do in the bath and then shower afterwards, too. Mm-hmm. It's also an option. That is. That's a lot of water. <laughs> what kind of, yeah, but um, we don't need it. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? What kind of stuff falls off of your body? In the tub? <laughs> I don't think about it. I don't look down. You should get someone in there to have a look. No. Uh, did you get knife in the water vibes from this movie? Um, no, there's something about now like, that you mention it. I like, I can kind of see it. I didn't, I didn't while watching it though. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm, I kept thinking like, is there some political element that I'm missing? 
from this because I still have some people mm-hmm. say, well, you know, it predates the student revolutions that were coming in Italy, like very shortly in the world or across the world uh, by a year or two. Something it was very prophetic. And I'm like, well, was it? I I don't know. There's like lots of movies coming out this period of time. Uh, that There's have lots this, of movies that, that have this to do that, about, right? about, about the youths, you know, about the youths. Yeah. What do you think the movies about today's youths would say, Jarrett? Oh, man, who gives a shit? They're terrible. They're, they're, they're... Which ones? All of them. They're not no good. No good. Tell me more about how what about, you would do with today's how, youths. How, how, so, um, yeah, he goes to uh, kill his brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Murders him dead. And then we get some, like, uh, Bergman-esque incest sequence where you're like, did they just have sex? Or did it just look that way when that cat came through that, forced itself through that hole? Uh, impossible to tell. There's implications. But I do think someone pushed that cat through the hole. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that cat would willingly do that. Sure, it could. But, I mean, it uh, could, but, but would it, 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 that cat do that? We got to get this shot cat. <laughs> go, go operate. A, Just do it. There's a, can of, it. there's a big can of tuna in it for you. You know what I would have appreciated more would have been Austin Power style, where it was in, in like super... In, on the nose where it's like she, scenes of trains going through tunnels hot dogs falling into buns like where it's like very very clear and I know you're gonna say well it's Italy it's one be ambiguous I don't know anyway, but they're fully clothed so nothing happened and then uh, she gets up to go check on the brother and discovers he's dead yeah he died yeah, so she's so the funeral and now she's not doing well. Mm-hmm. She's laying in bed. Brother might like kill her, but no, I won't. I won't put the pillow over her face. Um, not yet. Not yet. But he has a seizure, and she sees it and goes. She after she of course like figured out. Oh, I think my brother's killing our family. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's having seizures. Like, well, I'll let him ride that one out. And it goes on for some time, and then it goes to black, mm-hmm. and that's all she wrote. Um, and my note here was this movie would be way cooler with werewolves and, uh, it is a really well photographed movie, but eh, sometimes uh, no, it's really nicely. It's, it's pretty it's nice. Right. It's pretty nicely shot. Um, uh, those, those, those reflections on those cars, uh, some of those shots around the estate and stuff like that. Uh, it looks really nice, but boy, oh boy, uh, not a fan, not a fan of this experience. Um, mm-hmm. and even like kind of like going back through it a little bit, just to maybe look for some screenshots or get like a sense of it again to see if anything about it draws me in. No. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is that on me? Maybe. Is it on the movie? Maybe. What, what more can be said? This movie was a real drag, <laughs> honestly. And it's like, again, one of these movies that is extremely well regarded. Uh, I believe on Letterboxd, it has a... 3.9, a whole lot, 1196 4.0s. And I'd say the consensus amongst uh, the people I follow, mm-hmm. uh, three and a half is the average. Three, three and a half? Three and a half. I am not there. 
at all. But yeah, a, I don't know. I am also not there. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know much about this uh, Marco Bellaccio chap. Uh, still alive. Uh, this mm-hmm. was his first film. The essay for the movie on from the Criterion Collection is something. It's got some real hooters in there, RJ. Hooters, you say? Yeah. Hoots. They'll make what you. They'll make you a hoot and holler. Oh, I thought you maybe meant. I thought you maybe meant something else, Jerp. No, not that. Hooters. Um, eh? f- here's one for if this is uh from the essay "Fist in the Pocket," ripped to shreds by Deborah Young. Fist in the Pocket is one of the reasons people still remember Italian cinema as a great and powerful force. Force of what? A force. It's. <laughs> It's a... yeah, uh, yeah, but a force could be a lot of things. You ever uh, you ever eat a little too much fiber, Jared, and you have to go to the toilet? There's a force there, too. Mm-hmm. It's necessary sometimes. Yeah, some things are necessary. You I'm know, just saying forces aren't a good thing. Uh, t- two, uh, two folks were not fans of the movie, uh, including Louis Bunuel and, shockingly, Mr. Michelangelo Antioni. He, he was not, not a... in favor? No, he dissed it. He dissed it. Oh, what did he say? Even though I'd say this fits right in with his oeuvre. It felt very Malaysi. <laughs> Am I wrong? Apparently it's a little too radical, grotesque, fast-paced, fast and sarcastic. And it left all mm. who saw it when it came out breathless. Breathless? Breathless. The film is still a knockout today. Mockingly ferocious blasphemous and subversive fists in the pocket mounts a frontal assault on family values and catholic morality what why oh yeah yeah there is what's what's there there what there's a prayer at one point they're like going to a church or something and they uh they take a knee and they like do like like a little prayer or something i don't know if it was catholic first per se Mm -hmm. but they are italian so you would think maybe. How about Bellaccio is the great psychologist of Italian cinema? Disagree. Is Bellaccio some sort of anagram for Bellagio? Uh, nope, different spelling. You know what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Is is it you? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. He was born in Bobbio, Italy. <laughs> this can't be a real guy. Come on. I'm looking at him. Unless, Bobby unless, 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 unless he's CGI. Come on. Um, Bellaccio made a big impact on radical Italian cinema in the mid 60s and was a friend of Pasolini. In 1968, he joined the Communist Union and began to make politically militant cinema. Uh, however, in a 2002 interview, he remarked, I can talk about my personal ideas, but Marxism has little to do with it now. Today, politics mm-hmm. means administration. No party is now proposing a radical change of anything, and radical change is no longer very interesting to me as an artist. He's an atheist. He was a candidate for Italian parliament in 2006. Huge. For which par- parliament? The Italian parliament. Oh. Not 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 for uh, Creepsville. Not not Creepsville Parliament. Do you think he would have won though? Maybe. I think so. 
No. He says, hey, you know me? I directed uh, Fist in the Pocket. And people go, holy shit. They say, wow. I watched, that, a, on the, I watched, accomplishment. That, I watched that on the Criterion channel. It's a Criterion. It must be great. I uh, A guy I work with today, I, I don't tell people we do this. Guess it's just sometimes it's, un, it's unavoidable sometimes for, for me because I get invited out a lot. And people are always like, do you want to come out now? And I'm like, I can't. And then someone one time was like, why don't you ever come out on Wednesdays? And I was like, I can't go out on Wednesdays. And they're like, why not? And I was like, I have a thing. Uh, and they're like, what are you talking? They're like, why are you being so weird, dude? Because they thought I was being the incel. You know what I mean? They're like, why are you being so weird? And then uh, I told one person about it once. And then uh, a guy today was like, he's like, what movie? So he 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 knows about it. But he's like, what are you talking about on the podcast tonight? Because uh, they brought it up because there was a work thing. They're like, are you coming to that thing tonight? I was like, no, I can't tonight. And he's like, oh, it's Wednesdays. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's an Italian movie called Fists in the Pocket. And he's like, what's it about? And I was like, this kid wants to have sex with his family, so he kills a bunch of the other ones. Uh, and the guy went... <laughs> he went See? And he, know, he knows what Criterion is, too. Like, he's, like, he actually knows what it is. And he's like, he's like, when did that movie come out? And I was like... 60s and he's like why and i went i don't know he's like i don't know i wasn't, I wasn't much a fan my dude my dude <laughs> like, I, I was like i don't know what to tell you i got another one here rj how do you feel okay. about then again it wouldn't be too far-fetched to read fists in the pocket as an auteurist horror film about repressed violence in the provinces no no. It's it's bleak immediacy grabs you by the throat and won't let go until it's gleefully bitter end. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say no. Like I, I disagree. You know what I mean, Jerry? <laughs> I think I I think I pieced it together. I'm just gonna say no. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, this movie um, zero buys for me. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just time to move on. RJ, what did you think of Fist in the Pocket? Like, I, I literally watched this movie, and when I finished, I went, I honestly, I just went, okay. Like, I've we've seen movies, maybe you haven't as much, but, like, there's been a lot of movies in the Criterion for me so far where I've just, once it's done, I've gone, okay. <laughs> like they can't like, see your face when you say it, but I I don't know I I don't know what else to say. Where it's just like okay, like it's like I I'm sure some people love this shit. I don't get it. I don't really see it. And I know there's people who's like, well, actually, if you were around in 1965 Italy, you would understand. And I'd be like, yeah, I know, but I wasn't. Me neither. And I'm not. So. I don't really get it. Um, and again, I don't know. Maybe that's me. Maybe you and me need to do one criterion a year where we, we spend the entire year just fully in like completely engrossed in this one thing. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to look at this one movie and we're going to study the contextual cultural context based on what's going on for the entire year of the city, the state, uh, the country, and uh, the global context at the same time, right? Do you think people would like our episodes if we did that? Absolutely, that's what they demand. How uh, long do you think it would take? How long? How long do you think it would take us if we did one episode every like six months? 
So well, that so well, if you would let take, it breathe. It would take six months. I mean, to get through the criterion. Oh, we wouldn't. We we would actually start just picking and choosing what we talked about. Oh, I see. It would be it would be actually liberating. It, it would be, but then you have to then you actually have to pick, and that'd be like the fridge thing, when you're just staring at the fridge and you're like, I don't know what I want. Hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, I I was I was not. I was not into this almost at all. Um, I don't know. Like I was watching this and my, my honest response to a lot of this was who cares? Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, they're eating dinner together and it's just like, this guy's doing this and he's doing that. And it's like, mom, what do you think? And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. You're not, you're not I wrong. You're, you're not wrong like, at yeah. all. There, there is, I don't, I, I just don't know why you would make a how you would approach a movie this way. And like to you, me it's just you know what? I, I know some people like may like really find that interesting in itself, but I was like, nah. <laughs> like, this you is, know what I this, this is you not, know what I honestly it's think it's not, not what I watch movies for. You know, it's a better interpretation of a story that's similar, not the same, but hear me out, similar to this. Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. Much way, much more like more well done. An actual story, something you're interested in, something that gets you invested. This movie, there was never a part where I cared. I was just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Yep. Yeah. No. Like, uh, I, there was. Yeah. I. Uh, that's a pretty good way of putting it. There is no point in an hour and for an hour and forty nine minutes where you're like, oh, that was a good scene. Even. No. Like it's just like, huh. I mean, yeah. like, like I said, the only thing I like, I was like, yeah, no, like this is like a really well photographed movie. Like it looks, that's about yeah. it. But that's all you can say. But it's like, but it's not like there's like any particular shot that makes you go, oh, that's a great shot. It's like just taken as a whole, the movie's really well photographed. Yeah. I'm sure you're not wrong. Uh, I just, I cared so little about the movie. I didn't even see that. I was just like, well, that's easy enough. I mean, <laughs> it's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I don't care. I was like, this this is going to be very low in my ranking just because, like, I was honestly, I was so disinterested in this. I was like, uh, I don't give a shit about whatever this is doing. And then even the scenes where I think they were trying to do stuff, it's like I was saying earlier, that bathtub scene, I was like, this doesn't even fucking make sense. I was like, like, physically, it doesn't make sense. If that guy was passed out, he would already be slumped in that tub. He would have already, like, drowned. He wouldn't have the posture to, like, once he gets bobbed down once to bop, pop back up. It's like, does this guy not know how like human bodies work? He has one. I'm assuming. Has he never been in a bathtub before? Like, <laughs> you know, and like, I know that's a, I know that's a stupid thing to be like, to like talk about, but I thought it was dumb. I was just like, that's a dumb thing. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate this movie. I just don't understand why this is a movie. Very much so, where I'm like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Why does this guy care? Why does the guy who made this give a shit? And I know someone's probably like, well, you know, like, he actually, like, he lived in this, like, cat town in Little Italy, and, like, and it's like, I don't care. It's about, RJ, the the decay of the fabric of the, the country of Italy. And, I'm sure and, it is. And the struggles of the, the youth, the youths, RJ, um, and, and they're trying to come to terms with it, but they have also become um, 
corrupted. And there's like an older brother, and then there's like these other members, and they're but there's something wrong with them, I guess. They're epileptics, and, mm. and you got to kill your mom, and then you might want to fuck your sister, and you kill your other brother, but then your cool brother's like, "Yo, dog, don't do that," and then mm. and then self destructive, and you're supposed to go huge. And then it all ends. I, with I, him. Well, I feel like uh, I've seen this sort of thing of like Andy Milligan movies, and they're, they're, it's not that different. But this one's uh, more technically sound as a movie, but yeah, just like I don't know. I, I would you could probably make the same story, but make it. I don't know. I'd say I, this movie could be so, this could be a lot better. It could be well told, uh, and like draw well you and draw ones. draw you in in some way. Even like with what they had, but yeah, there's something about the way this entire movie's made and like the, the scenes that they show. It's like, why would you show this? Why would you do it this way? I but, know. Yeah. It just it's there's it's no entry. Just there's, yeah, there's not there, good. Yeah, there's just no entry point. And uh, I, I mean, some people are like less the point, and I go, yeah, that's great. I don't, I, I don't care. I don't like at the end. This is the movie that if anyone was trying to say, no, actually, this is why it's good. I just, I don't care. It, it, there's there's nothing that can change that. <laughs> Everyone's always people who are champions of anything. This is why you should like it. It's like no, that's why you like it. No, it's got nothing to do with why you should like a movie like this. No, thank you. And uh, yeah, if you're, I don't know. There's a there's a low tolerance for a difference of opinion or something like that. If someone says someone doesn't like something because of this, and maybe they they think wah. You think less of me because of that? Then, then you, I think less of you about that. And it's like, I because don't. of your opinions. Yeah. Don't worry, Jared. I could never think lesser of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like this, of course, brings us to who hates. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The the greatest, the most pinnacle peak of hypocrisy, um, is talking about who hates this film. I mean, we should talk about who loves this film, but man, we'll we'll see who's down there with us. Yeah. In the the low rankings. How about mm-hmm. Finny Boy, one and a half stars? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to think. But holy shit, this film drove me nuts and really tested the limits of my empathy. One mm. of the few films I've ever seen that I truly struggled to empathize with. But the Morricone score is unbelievably good, and the mm. music cues generally are fantastic. There are also a couple of great moments sparser throughout. <laughs> But it doesn't hang together at all for me. Uh, Finny Boy's not got bad taste. Uh, I'm looking at what they're doing. They're not bad. Uh, favorite films include A Brighter Summer Day from 91, A Place in the Sun, The Lady Eve, and Mean Streets. Mm-hmm. And then some half-star films are Curse of the Jade Scorpion, one of everyone's favorite films, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, X-Men 3, The Last Stand, and, uh, I don't know, some other shit. I don't know, this, this person doesn't have bad taste. They know what's up. Yeah. Uh, how about Kane Le Petit? I don't know if this mm. is, like, Little Kane, WWE Kane. Like Le, Pe- Le, like Le Petit Kane, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, we, would little Kane just be a regular sized person? Because yeah. Kane is Me. Kane's pretty big. I, I was, I'm just hearing uh, Jerry Lawler calling. It's Mini Kane. <laughs> I mean, I'd like that. One and a half stars. Painfully boring. This did absolutely nothing for me, and I don't have the energy to write why. 
it just was not my cup of tea. That's fine. This person's cup of tea are movies like The Fly, five stars. High and Low, five stars. Hell yeah. Dragged Across Concrete, five uh, stars, Jared. No, that movie's not. No. It's not a five-star film. Not, not even a little bit. And I love a lot of the people involved in that movie, and it's not a five-star film. Yeah, we, we watched that together, together. and it was... Uh, we did. I think it was one of those like, oh, huh. I mean, uh, doesn't really get there, does it? Uh, here, I found something else bad, Jared. This person gave Exists one star. They weren't even on board for that hot Bigfoot action. Man, out of their minds. Sad. <laughs> Sad. One of the best scenes of Bigfoot running thirty miles an hour yeah. that you'll ever you'll ever put on a film. That's right. I, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, Want to hear from Dan? One and a half stars. Okay. This is drier than the Sahara. It takes okay. a concept that should lend itself to being an emotional horror, but instead it's continuous tedium broken by occasional outbursts. Does the character want to kill his family to help his brother, or just because he's so incredibly bored? I know the boredom caused me to kill this movie after 40 minutes of people laying around a house staring at each other. Hey, do you want to hear what Dan from Seattle has to say about himself? What? Here's Dan's bio. <laughs> I am a logical person by nature. And while I love movies, I can't help getting annoyed when movies pay no attention to detail or don't follow the rules of its own world. Thus, I take these things into account when assessing each film. My goal is not to not only watch all new movies that come out, brackets, that seem interesting, in bracket, but also to watch all the classics from the past. Nothing is out of bounds if it piques my interest or has great reviews. So Dan's doing. Dan likes uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Blade Runner 2049, Spirited Away, and Willy Wonka. But I just see they gave Yordorowski's Dune a half a star, and I find that bizarre. Hmm. It's not a half a star. It's pretty. It's a pretty decent documentary. It's strange. Know. I don't know. Maybe they don't. They don't like the. They don't like it. They just don't like maybe, it. Maybe they just don't like Nicholas Winding. Okay. Reffin. I'm looking at some five star reviews just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. and there's things like Martina, who's got a, you know, little still from a, an Antioni movie. Mm. I swear to God, I saw this film like three years ago. How the fuck do I remember every single detail? Huge. Nobody would say something like that. About that fucking, about this fucking yeah. movie? No. no. Favorite films include La Note, The Celebration, Jetu Il Liel, and The Souvenir Part 2. How about Vincent Delella? Such a spectacular film. Fists in the Pocket is one of the most disturbing yet beautiful films ever created. This is Italian cinema at its best. With this being my second watch, I can honestly say that this film is a masterpiece. Marco Palaccio is a genius. He really made something memorable and unique. If you want to get into Italian cinema, I think this is the best place to start. Totally worth checking out! <laughs> my god! Come on. Is this, that is like... That's a bot. That's a bot, right? 
Oh, he's a filmmaker, film nope. critic, and all-around oh. film lover. He's got a Vimeo Canada. account. From Canada. Almost Shit, exclusively five-star films. You seeing these favorite films, Jarrett? I'm seeing them. You want to tell? Do you want to tell our audience? <laughs> it's, it's. You couldn't have picked better ones. The only thing I would have switched out is one of these Scorsese or like, one of the De Niro movies, with, uh, <laughs> with you know Fight Club, and then it would have been perfect. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but Goodfellas, Raging Bull, Clockwork Orange, Back to the Future. Yeah. All we're missing is Empire Strikes Back, Scarface, and Fight Club, <laughs> and then it would have been the trifecta. It would have just, it would have been, it would have been perfect. A slam, it would have been uh, be a slamajama. Slamajama. Oh my god. Oh. Classic. Classic. Oh well, Jared. You're so cruel. Me? Yeah. Well, people got to make better decisions. Yeah. Myself included. I Everyone's got to make better decisions, Jared. It's true. Be better. As Hot Cam would say, be better. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, well. I think we gave this movie more than more than enough attention. Hey, uh, what does fists in the pocket mean to you? Nothing. The, the, the title. Nothing. Like, no. this guy's just got balled up fists in the pocket yeah, because he wants to kill his family. Because he's, he's got that incel rage. So stupid. <laughs> this movie's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now it's in the past. Onward and forward. Hmm. After the break, um, <laughs> we're going to have seizures. What? Werewolves. Some werewolf seizures. Hopefully. Or seizure werewolves. Ooh. that deal with the real problems that we face about incest all of them everyone coming up I, I mean there hasn't been one that hasn't had it since mm-hmm. maybe Robocop but that's, <laughs> hard, that's probably I don't know about hard boiled uh, well what do you think the guns were an analogy for Jared uh, uh, you ever heard of metaphors oh shit well, you can email us and tell us about your favorite metaphor from this episode. People should email us about metaphors. What's your metaphor? Yeah. 
Bruh. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's a barn loaf. We're on YouTube. We've got a Patreon. We got Star Trek on that Patreon now, too. Some Enterprise. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's where, baby, where, it's where I it, know. It's where it belongs, behind closed doors, where it can't hurt anybody. No, it's it's not that it belongs behind closed doors. It's such premium content that people people would be mad at us if we gave it away for free. Because that's how premium the content is. Premium. Premium. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. I don't know. Stuff. Um, Trek Hub? Trek Hub? Hopefully. Hmm. Is Trek Hub a thing? Uh, Make sure well, you're safe. Are, are, are you, on. Hey, are you ever going to watch uh, the Star Trek porno? Like the, the fan porno they made that's like actually in continuity? What do you mean in continuity? Like the, the the so some some people got together, made a Star Trek Next Generation porno, and but they actually set it with the accurate star date, uh, and like it's it is uh, like feature length or like episode length, but it's it's got some fucking. Uh, if you ha- if you own it, I'll, I'll hook, borrow it from you, I'll, but I'll, I will I'll, not download it myself. I'll hook I'll hook you up. I will not. Is it loggable on Letterboxd? Probably not, but that could change. I know Letterboxd loves porno now. If it's loggable on Letterboxd, I'll watch it. But it's got. I gotta watch it in continuity. So like, where, where in the timeline is it? It's next. It's, it's next generation. Oh, okay. I'm good then. Yeah, I can, you, I can crank you, that you, out. You can always go. Oh, you'll crank it out, all right. Uh, excuse me. Next week. Yeah. Spine three hundred and thirty four. Barbara Koppel's Harlan County, USA from 1976. Uh, we're, we're going on strike next week, RJ. Oh, if only the timing lined up. If only. If only. If only. Preamble people, you know. You know what we're saying. If only. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go deal with some scabs. Deal what? Deal with some scabs. Ooh. You know, I like bring, that. Bring your picket signs, boys. I do like that. You huh? like it? You like that, huh? I don't know. All right, well, people go to work. Get on that. Get on that bus. We're heading out. We gotta go help some coal miners. I'll get on something. Oh. What?